0: Hoot hoot Hello. Hello.
1: Testing, testing. You sound great. Thank you. <clears throat> I have a I have a whole I'm in a different location right now and my setup is different. Like I've been streaming a little bit lately, so I have like a little Nook setup in the Ooh, corner. A nook ink, maybe. Oh god. <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> fucking raccoon. I hate that raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> i love that raccoon but i also hate him <laughs> yeah uh, i just unlocked a ton of stuff today yeah that happened to me like yesterday i was like oh my god there's so much stuff to do <laughs> and I? I
0: mean it's all the same garbage every day but it's slightly different
1: <laughs> yeah well at least it's something to do um we're talking about animal crossing in case you don't know we're in quarantine so not a whole lot else to do Huh? Well, I'm
0: still employed, so I <laughs> i I don't have to commute every day, which is great. Fifty minutes a day, almost, well, that's one way. So almost two hours of my day I get back each day, so that's been great. And not having to pay gas has been great. Um, it's been three weeks, though, getting a
1: little tired of it. Yeah, like... Yeah, I had already started to not go out and cancel things like a couple of weeks before it became like mandatory. So I'm, I think I was getting a little bit stir crazy before then, but now I can, you know, it's just weird not being able to go out at night because I was already home before, but not even be able to go out at night and do stuff or go see a movie or something or go play board games.
0: <laughs> just gotta stay home and play video games, I guess. I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
0: can't. I can't believe the world we live in. It's been crazy.
1: Weird times. Weird times. I was listening to like some. Ep- I was just you know listening to a few minutes of some episodes from the last this season that we did, and there's one where I obviously have a cold and you can hear like every breath that i take so i'm afraid that's what this one's gonna be like because i think i've got the microphone jacked up a little bit oh no (laughs) but do you have a cold not now but i did then oh well and then there's another episode where i sounded like i was like dying but it was just because the audio was distorted hmm so we'll see and i may be doing this with like brand new editing software because my normal software the license expired so our last episode might
0: <laughs> might be terrible oh no the last one should be the best one yeah well, we'll i just use audacity to strip out the um, background audio the noise removal and truncate silence and basically that's it that's what i do it's a good yeah. enough program for that yeah
1: I think I still have that somewhere.
0: Well, no playing Animal Crossing while we do this podcast. Get, no. get
1: put your switch away. I've done all that I can really do today. I mean, that's, I guess that's the good thing where they kind of designed it so I can only do so much in a day. It, it,
0: good in a good in one way, but bad in the sense that you feel like if you don't do something on a day, then you're going to miss something, right? So you do like a little bit each day, but you, you have to – play some each day because you can only do a little bit each day so if you skip a day then you've really fallen behind each day is like important it's a kind of a weird it's a weird game it's got its hooks in me but on the other hand I feel like I get it and now and I can just sort of like okay I don't need to keep up with everybody else in terms of unlocking stuff like uh, it's okay if people are talking about something and and I like I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have that tool. I don't have that house extension. Oh, you guys have all made a mansion. Whatever. I'm fine fishing tin cans out of the creek. Like, I'll just live with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a mansion. Yeah, I have a single room house, which I'm fine. I've stopped actually paying it because I want to pay off the bridge, which doesn't make any sense that I have to pay. I have to pay for the bridge. That, that I don't, asked me to hmm. build the second bridge that I wanted.
0: Oh wow! Uh, oh, second bridge. I don't. I was not. See, I was not given an option for a second bridge. Yeah, so, you can unlock eh.
1: that later on. But um, but also if we want to try to attract more people into town, let's build instead of just building a house when somebody's interested in moving. Let's just pre-build some houses so that that people, I've done. Yeah. So now, but you have to pay for those too.
0: Well, I had, to, I had to build three houses and, well, furnish them. Yeah. I guess the houses were paid for, but I had to do the crafting for the inside and the outside of the house. Well, this is not an Animal Crossing podcast. Um it I is. wish I could say I had a gaming podcast, but a certain other person with a similar name of mine um, just is a total flake, and we don't record that podcast
1: anymore. Well, this is Spartacast, I think.
0: <laughs> it It is. We're going to talk about the last two episodes
1: of the show that we
0: started watching i want to say 15 years ago we started watching this show
1: well this last month has been like 10 of those um so so maybe about five years ago and after Mm -hmm. this episode i get to go off quietly into my podcast retirement that i've been talking about because i'm not i don't have any more podcasts to do and, and you know and i'll just be guesting on stuff I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to publish this episode first.
1: Which which will probably happen in about six months.
0: Let's not do that, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think we talked about doing, um, jokingly, not seriously, um, other like super macho borderline porno shows like uh, Strike Back and Banshee. You know, the, the real like manly shows that are ridiculous and over the top.
1: Oh, yeah, I've never seen either of those two. but That's not going to happen, though. I'll no, watch. no, we're not going to do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm done podcasting about TV shows because I was dreading watching these two episodes because I hate having to take notes about TV shows nowadays.
0: Yeah, just watch it. Enjoy it. You know what you should do is um, YouTube reactions because then oh, you don't yeah. – well, no, actually you have to edit. You have to really edit those. You don't have to take notes because you're just kind of like it's like doing the commentary but you do have to be on camera and you do have to do editing in order to get around um fair use laws like you can only put like 10 minutes of an episode online so people like cut out and like Cut out enough to keep like the good reactions, and also maybe keep a plot so the people who don't are so familiar with or haven't watched Buffy in ten years can watch it and be like, oh, I can follow the story because he
1: kept that scene in. Actually, that's a lot of work. You shouldn't do it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm sure I'll get tired of that after a while. But I just downloaded Adobe Premiere Pro, and I want to start learning how to edit video in that. But hey,
0: it's always good to learn a skill. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Adobe Audition. This podcast may be edited in Adobe Audition, uh, instead of what I normally use. But, Matt, do you have any fun facts this week about uh, Roman I, history?
0: I, I do. First fun fact is I recorded a commentary for the fine finale. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I did. So assuming that it recorded fine, and I think it did, I will... Do a little editing of my for myself. I will rip the episode into a audio file and put it under the commentary and release that. I think that's what I did for the first one. I don't think I did it without a audio track underneath. I don't really like doing that way b- without the audio because then somebody who who would want to listen to it. and I can't imagine anybody who would, but let's say theoretically somebody would, you'd have to find a copy of the of the TV show and sync it up, and like no one's gonna do that. So I might as well include the audio in the. Of the show in the underneath, so I'll work on that at some point and and hand it over to you, and you could put it in the feed, and it can be the thing that's out there before the published episode that we're recording tonight gets published. Oh,
1: unless <laughs> I publish this tonight, oh, you bastard! It's just not gonna happen. No, <laughs> I think what I did my last episode of down below I actually published it the same day as we recorded, just because I want it to be done and put a nail in it. But that's not going to happen. I'm going to play Overwatch as soon as this is done, or, or Animal Crossing.
0: Nice. We should, uh, you should visit my island. We should be yeah, friends. What what,
1: what fruit do you have on your island? Well, orange is my main one, but I've gone and collected all the other ones and planted them on my island. I need cherries is what I need. I need well, I need cherries. Get some cherries.
0: Okay, so what do you think my fun facts are about?
1: Um, The end of the war, possibly in a manner
0: of speaking you're kind of close um i wanted to talk about roman triumphs which is what happens when a roman general or military leader is uh successful in his campaign and comes home to a big party and we didn't see that party but we can assume it's going to happen and it's probably going to be pompey's party because he's going to take credit for everything yeah um, so with, there's a funny line in the um, the finale when Pop, Pompey shows up and Caesar goes, you claim false laurels. And it just reminds me of um, our friend Brad uh, and how he and um, Alex on Ramjack think that stolen valor is like the funniest crime that a person can be a- accused of. False laurels is, is like the Roman equivalent of stolen valor. Yeah. And let me tell you what laurels are. Well, you, you might know. Yes, it's a currency in Guild Wars too, but it's more than that. Um, laurels are a wreath or garland of laurel leaves worn in ancient Greece and Roman times as a symbol of victory or status. The laurel tree or bay laurel tree was sacred to the god Apollo, and a wreath of laurel leaves was given as a prize at the Pythian Games, a forerunner of the modern Olympic Games held in the honor of Apollo. Resting on his laurels is an expression we use today for someone who has satisfied with past accomplishment and has given up on trying to do something more or better. And the terms poet laureate and noble laureate both derive from laurels. And bay leaves come from bay laurel trees. And I just used some bay leaves in a pasta recipe last week. Great. And now I'm going to tell you what fasces is. Fa- fas- I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. fastus. Not fascist, not fascist, fascist, not, fascist no. not fascist, not feces, fas- fascist. It's a a bundle of rods made from either birch or elm wood, with an axe inside, with a blade. Its blade emerging from the top, and it's bound in red leather straps, and. The axe was not only ceremonial, but it was used in the early republic to execute those sentenced to death. And these fasces were carried over the shoulders of magisterial attendants called lictors, and they were a symbol to any witness that the magistrate was coming, and he had the authority to arrest you. And when the magistrate died, the fasces was represented on his tomb, and if the magistrate was disgraced, they would take his fasces away, and they would destroy it. I'm going to put in Skype... What the hell I'm talking about? And both of these things are going to connect in just a second when I get into the next part of my uh, little diatribe here.
1: Okay. I'm so used to seeing this picture of Seth Bullock that sometimes I forget that's not actually you because I mm. see it everywhere.
0: <laughs> Would that I did look like
1: Timothy Olavon. <laughs> and some <laughs> um, of the rides or the fascists, fascists.
0: Yeah, first of all, the picture I, I sent Will is of some cosplayers, I guess. I don't know what's happening in this photo. It's clearly in modern times. um, Probably in the Europe somewhere. That sounds like a European bank or something. So these um, 20-year-olds are dressed as Roman soldiers, and the one in the left in the photo is carrying the fasces, which is a thing of... uh, He didn't bound in red leather. He used black leather, but um, silly, stupid-looking thing. It looks dumb, and that's anyway, so after a major victory, a triumph was held in honor of the military commander, and it was this lavish celebration and propaganda spectacle to remind the Republic of just how powerful their military was. And according to 5th century CE historian Oresis, there were three hundred and twenty triumphs in Rome up to the first century CE. So I don't really know what that means, <laughs> I don't know how many that works out to per year. Seems like a lot. Seems yeah. like a lot of seems like a lot of parties, but anyway. So the commander would receive from his legions a shouting ovation that he had earned the honorary title of imperator, which of course we know is very um, familiar to us because that's what Marcus Crassus was called. Uh, <laughs> he was the imperator, and he would take his laurels and he would attach them to his fasces. See, see how I connected them, and he would send a tablet and a laurel wreath to the Roman Senate so the Senate could sign off on the victory. They had to like. They had to get, like, notes that were taken to verify whether or not his uh, victory was legit. And the senators would go to the Temple of Bologna, and the commander would make a claim about what a fucking big shot he was, and there would be a little bit of debate amongst the senators about whether or not he should get the triumph, but usually they were persuaded and they gave it to him. So he would speak to the Senate, the magistrates, his soldiers, the public, and everyone would cheer and salute – and he would give out decorations of valor to specific contributors of his campaign, you know, his best friends and officers. He give money to the soldiers, you know, like bonus payouts when a game goes platinum. Yeah. And he would put on uh, unless you worked on Borderlands Three, in, in which case you didn't get anything. But the uh, CEO uh, get uh, got a twelve million dollar bonus. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, he would put <laughs> the on game and- wasn't
1: that great either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still, those people wanted their bonus, and they did not get their bonus. Yeah. Um, So the the commander would put on these fancy purple robes, and they would go into the city through a special gate called the Porta Triumphalis. Triumphalis. That's the word phallus, and it's funny. Uh, The commander would lead a procession through the city, and included within would be some captured soldiers or slaves, and sometimes they would pause for reenactments involving the captives. So I like to pretend they're just, like, marching down the street, and then the guy is like, hey, remember where I did that thing where I killed your friend? Okay, we're going to reenact that for the crowd. You be your friend, and I'm going to pretend to kill you. Sometimes they'd actually kill them en route to their final destination. Sometimes when they got to the end, he would let them go, or one or two captives let them go. Like uh, when a president pardons turkeys on Thanksgiving, and sometimes he would just kill them on the way there. Um, Anyway... So Romans are awful. Um, sometimes the procession would be themed to represent the battle. For example, if it was a nautical victory, you would see people carrying pieces of the ship, garbage like that. Uh, there would be musicians, torchbearers, flag wavers, exotic flowers, and animals from the conquered region.
1: Mm. Someone,
0: someone's got the booty, by which I mean a war chest, so that the citizens could <laughs> see how much wealth was blundered. Then you got your lictors carrying your fasces. And then the commander himself, he was in his uh, stupid purple robes and laurels. It sounds fucking stupid, but this is what they did. We're coming to my favorite part. Um, There's a guy in a tall-sided chariot pulled by four horses who wore a laurel crown, and he carried a laurel branch. And in his left hand, he had an ivory scepter with an eagle on top. And I think this dude was supposed to represent Apollo. Apollo. Because this is, my, this is my absolute favorite part. He's accompanied by a slave who is supposed to hold a gold crown above his head, and he continually whisper, you're not really a god. You're not really a god. You're dressed as a god, and people are adorning you with praise and affection, but you're not really a
1: god. Does this just remind him so his head wouldn't get too big? I
0: guess. I think he's supposed to be, like, representing the god of Apollo, because he's he's got this, like— you know, he's all decked out, and he's part of the parade, and he's got the laurels and, and you know, the scepters and the whatever, and, and I think he's supposed to be there to sort of, like, represent, um you know, the godly presence of Apollo, but... They no one wants him to think he's Apollo, so they have this poor slave stand next to him and whisper in his ear, "Hey, you're not really a god, you know." <laughs> it's so stupid, I can't believe it. But and I'm sure they killed that slave because nobody wants to hear that all the you know for <laughs> three hours when you're on the parade route. You'd be like, yeah. it's annoying. I'm gonna kill him later. So it's a shitty job. Uh, anyway. The commander's family and officers are behind the chariot, probably on horseback because walking is for chumps. And then bringing up the rear, we have soldiers singing songs to ward off of jealousy of the gods and perhaps citizens who had won their freedom or benefited in some way from the battle. The procession ends at the temple of Jupiter Optimus Maximus on the Capitoline Hill. This is when the commander may may free a prisoner. That's if he didn't kill them on the way there. A bull is sacrificed. Some of the booty would be offered to Jupiter. There's <laughs> a Megatron make the
1: there as well. <laughs> Optimus Maximus.
0: Hilarious. Um, Kind of want to make a Guild Wars 2 character called Jupiter Optimus Maximus. The VIPs would sit down inside the temple for a big banquet, and then everybody outside might have a <laughs> feast as well. Or they would just party, and I assume there would be plenty of fucking.
1: Yeah, it's civil war,
0: So... Ovations were a step down from a triumph. These were for easier victories, like when you kill fewer than five thousand people. You know, like the silly stuff,
1: <laughs> trivial, <laughs> trivial stuff.
0: How many did you kill? Four thousand six hundred people. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. Uh, not
1: <laughs> quite. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like you know, um, kid stuff. Also, killing pirates, slave revolts. I don't think that this one um, Spartacus is, is is it's bigger than just your ordinary slave revolt. So like the potato stuff like ovations are just they're also for indecisive victories like were battles that kind of went okay but not great.
1: <laughs> and
0: the key difference between an ovation and a triumph would be that the commander rode on horseback not on a chariot. So the the ranking is chariot then horseback then walking. If you want, if you want to keep track of that, um, soldiers often did not participate in ovations. A sheep was sacrificed instead of a bull. The commander didn't get to wear those fancy purple row robes and he didn't get to wear a crown of laurels. Instead, he wore a crown of myrtle.
1: He wore myr- Moaning myrtle.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what's funny is that on a few occasions, commanders were refused to triumph, but they held their own outside the s- city.
1: <laughs>
0: this was considered <laughs> in
1: Oh, no, of course. Don't <laughs> defy the Senate. You did
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> um, triumphs became more lavish as time went on. Sometimes they lasted a few days. Caesar and Pompey threw big ones to honor themselves. Augustus, Rome's first emperor, made it so that only the imperial family got to bask in the glory of the public triumph. In other words, an honor that was reserved for the rich and powerful became even more reserved. Now it's just for one family. Augustus did offer victorious commanders the possibility to wear a laurel crown when attending the games, which they weren't allowed to do before. So there's something, I guess. Kind of shitty, though. Yeah. So in my opinion, this is a bit like not being invited to the Oscars, but you can go to one of the after parties. Eventually, the Romans decided that triumphs might be fun for a day, but you know what's even better is erecting stuff like monuments, because those last forever. Stuff like the monumental arches, which still exist to the day. So I do love that Romans one day were just like, we're building arches now. That's our new thing. We're building arches. No more triumphs, it's arches. Arguably, the most famous arch in the world is in France. It is the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. It's modeled after the Arch of Titus in Rome. And we were supposed to go there next month and learn all about it and go to the top of it. But now you know where the arch part of Arc de Triomphe comes from, and where the word triumph comes from. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I found an article that shows all these different triumphs, or, or arch de triumphs, basically, monumental arches that exist still around the world, and they're in not just Italy. They're kind of all over, and they're built for different reasons. Um, again, the most famous one is Arc de Triomphe in Paris. Um, but that's all based off of, you know, what the Romans did. So, you know, they started a trend. Um, So I guess good for them.
1: Um, Well, whenever our trip gets rescheduled, we'll have to go.
0: Oh, we will go there, and we will also go to the Louvre, where you will see a statue of Spartacus. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the sculptor is, but uh, there's a statue there, and I think it would be very cool if we went and we saw it. And I think we should lay some laurels at his feet. Oh, in honor of his slave rebellion and also this podcast, which is. Yeah,
1: we can shout Jupiter's cock.
0: And we, 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 we will shout Jupiter's cock laurels for you. Here, here, I'll give you a, a link. I give you a link to the triumphs or I keep calling it that, but it's the, the arches, the monumental arches. And then there's a link to see the statue of our friend. So, yeah, bro, the sculpture, one instant acclaim, it was considered by some to herald the revival of neoclassic statuary.
1: Yeah, there's his junk.
0: Yep, he was naked as were all the antique heroes. It has the same pose and tense muscular concentration.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Not bad.
0: Not bad. Anyway, um, that's it. I'm pulling the curtain down on the fun fact segment. <laughs> yeah, check out those arches. They're just that's so cool. The fact that these still exist today is phenomenal. What a cool yeah. thing! Good, good call, Romans. Getting rid of the parades and replacing them with something that would
1: last. war. volubilis. That's interesting. Yeah, the stuff that lasts, like the Colosseum and the. Hey, what the hell is Stonehenge anyway? What is it? Oh, yeah, some kind of time clock or something. Is that what it is?
0: I, you know what? I can't remember what everyone just finally decided on after decades and centuries of not knowing
1: It'd be nice if we could go back and actually see it in use you know if i ever got the ability to time travel that's where you'd go i would go there and i would go see what happened to uh what is the mayans that disappeared or do we or do we finally figure out what happened to them
0: i don't know we should watch that movie um that mel gibson made and then we'll know okay
1: <laughs> next <laughs> podcast um.
0: um no i would gouge my eyes out with a spoon yeah, we were supposed to go to Stonehenge still. It would have been fun. What a fun trip that could have been.
1: <laughs> if not for coronavirus.
0: <sighs> All right. Should we talk yeah, about so the eps? We
1: have two episodes today, as usual. <laughs> the first episode is called The Dead and the Dying. Apparently, Stephen Knight has had this title in mind. He's been wanting to use this title since it's Buffy days, you just didn't have a you know opportunity to use it until now. The Dead and the Dying. It was aired uh, April 5th, 2013, directed by Michael Hurst and written by Jeffrey Bell. And there's a commentary by Stephen S. DeKnight, Cynthia Ade Robinson, who plays Nivea, Anna Hutchison, who I think plays Laeta, and Todd Lassance, who plays Caesar. Hmm. Did you listen to the commentary? I did. Nice, it was fun, cool. I do like it when they have when it's more cast heavy. I guess you know, directors and art people and writers. They're, I mean, they're insightful, but the director. I mean, the actors tend to just have fun, goofing right. off with each other.
0: I I agree. I I like what when there's usually like two actors and a crew person or some kind of mix of the two, because then you get, like, insightful behind-the-scenes stuff, but it's not so dry. Like, you get, like, the joking around. Because, you know, we we see these actors on screen, and now we feel like we know them, which I know we don't, but we we get, like, an impression of them, and so to, have, to hear the real person behind that person we've seen, I feel like is a funner, looser kind of environment than hearing some sound person talk about his craft which is fine like yeah. it's educational but it's not always the most entertaining so i typically do listen to the cast commentaries of,
1: of things and not the crew ones yeah the lady that plays Nivea, she kept she was really she was serious at times just talking about like what she was thinking when this was going on and the emotion and how hard it was with so many extras around she kept going on a, she kept mentioning that like it was kind of hard to do with so many extras around, and she did mention something that I could relate to: how, um, the how extras oftentimes don't know if the camera's on them or not, but they still have to like give it their all every time. Because when I was when I was in that movie last year, a lot of times they were just saying you're yeah, just at like the cameras always on you because you don't you never know when the camera's gonna be on you. What movie was this? Uh, it was a Netflix movie that hasn't been released yet. It's called Sorta of Like a Rock Star. And okay. I was an audience member at a school like benefit that they were doing. Gotcha. And I spent what was I think it was about twenty-seven hours over two days I was there. <laughs> you probably won't even see me in the movie. Mm. <laughs> Just sitting on hard bleachers for two days, twenty-seven hours. Well, we weren't out there the whole time. but still, my well, back was killing me.
0: I'm I'm looking it up on the IMDb now. I see that Fred Armisen is in it. Are you only extras in things that Fred Armisen is in?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Fred Armisen's in it, and um, Judy Reyes was there. Um, the guy from Dexter was there. And that kid from Runaway saw him a lot because he was he was the MC at the benefit, so he was introducing everybody. How fun! Yeah, I will so, watch it. Yeah, I'll have to mention it when it comes out. They said it would take about a year, but that's probably delayed now.
0: Oh yeah,
1: everything's delayed. But anyway, more reason
0: I think to get this uh, episode edited and out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is the penultimate episode um what does that mean next to last oh no not that i I was looking at something i wrote down like what the hell does that mean mean?" you said it so i thought you would know (laughs) um oh she's holding his head
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) and it was this yeah seemed like in these two episodes there was a lot of times where the director um Suggested things that weren't in the script and they added him and it was like, yeah, why didn't we think of that before? It was like, she wasn't supposed to be holding his head in the script, but they decided to do that and have Spartacus like take the head away from her. <laughs> Which isn't funny, but I guess it is kind of funny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Poor Krixis.
0: Well, in this opening scene, some soldiers are sitting around a campfire. Some meat's on a, on a spit.
1: Ah, yes. And this is actually kind of um, well, it wasn't really Pompeii was it um where oh, okay, they what I'm, my notes don't make any sense anyway, but in real life, yeah, Pompey was coming back from war, I guess he joined the um fight at the very end, or something like that he, he mm-hmm. was coming back from a war in Spain, and Spartacus's men was kind of pinched between two different armies,
0: yeah, well. We get a, a guy gets an arrow to the face, and that's fun. But what this kicks off, I think, is the – is this the sequence where the I am Spartacus sequence? Or is that later? Oh,
1: yeah. Maybe that's later. Where I guess it's where? later.
0: Oh, I felt like that was at the beginning, but it's not. No, you're right. I'm flipping through the episode now.
1: Yeah. And I learned what the term refrigerator –
0: Oh, I know what this is. This was them stealing the armor of those Romans so that they could fool – Um, Crassus into meeting with um, fake Pompey, isn't that what they did? Yes. Yeah. So they had to they had to get get those guys uh, sidelined
1: for their ruse
0: that happens later.
1: Yep. And um, yeah. This and Caesar knows that they aren't Pompey's men because he was with those guys before. I learned the term refrigerator logic, where they're saying like um, you watch an episode. You know, the episode's over, you're going to get the refrigerator, and you're like, wait, that didn't make sense. Um, So they have to make sure that it, you know, everything makes sense so that, you know, when you get to the refrigerator and you're thinking back on the episode, you don't realize that something didn't quite make sense. And so this episode was tricky.
0: Oh, man, I wish I had had that term um, for when. I was just on Nutty's podcast, the Nutty Bites podcast, and the subject was binge-worthy shows. Yeah. And... I think I raised this point of when we were trying to define what makes a good binge worthy show. A stupid show that has a lot of plot holes, you don't notice it when you're binging it. Like, you go through things so fast that things don't stick. Really yeah. good things don't stick, and really bad things don't stick. Nothing sticks. It all just blends. So, you know, you could watch probably, you know, this last episode is going to stick with you, but. Dude, there could be a whole bunch of dumb shit on this show, and if we we were really going fast, we probably wouldn't pick up on it.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things I hate about binging. Yeah, that's why I don't binge a whole lot. I may watch two episodes at a time at most, and I like kind of marinate. I like kind of letting it simmer for a little while.
0: You want to marinate in it, don't yeah. you? You want to stew in those juices, mm-hmm. those TV juices. Yeah, dialogue and yeah, dialogue
1: and- <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> ladle up that dialogue yeah, and simmer dialogue, in it. Yeah. Uh, I I feel the same way. I also find it, like I, I, I it's not that I want to drag something out because often I feel like I'm overwhelmed with the amount of things I want to watch and get through, but I don't want to blur go so fast through it that it's just then it's over. What if I really like it now it's over?
1: Yeah, it's so like in my book club. I don't get these people who read like one or two or three books a week. Like, do you retain anything that you read? You read that fast.
0: I'm lucky if I read three books a year. Yeah. <laughs> very, I'm a very ignorant person. All I do is watch television.
1: Well, the books that they read are like you know garbage murder books. mysteries. Yeah, but some my of them are really fun. But they're not. I'm not sure you get much out of them except just entertainment. Right.
0: Nothing too head scratchy. I get it. Um. So yeah, refrigerator logic. I, w- I was wondering if that had something to do with uh, Indiana Jones and nuking the fridge
1: <laughs> not quite this is i think this would have been pre nuking the fridge but maybe not i don't know i don't remember but um yeah just got to make sure it stands up to the test of you know we had a chance to reflect on it it still well, makes sense
0: what would we be what would we be doubting at this point of the episode like did they just mention it offhand or was that was that related to a specific thing that was happening? He,
1: said, he just said this episode was tricky. Just I guess a lot of the points. He said it right before um, the guy comes in Crassus saying that Pompey wants a meeting um, right after. Um, uh, right after, yeah, the Romans came to Spartacus's camp. Yeah, this was the uh, I am Spartacus sequence right before the. Um, yeah, right before the Pompey's. Fake Pompeii's men came to see them.
0: Yeah, I figured it had something to do with the maps and the where the armies were in position with each other, which is great if you're, like, a super nerd and you want to follow that stuff, but I don't, so... Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have been like, oh, my God, like, they're so far away from each... But you know what? I'm the kind of person that did that in Game of Thrones. I, I was kind of like, well, wait a minute. How the hell is... How is Varys in King's Landing here? But now he's like on a ship. Like I, I was that I was that person. Like, wait, what?
1: How did well, he didn't see the six months that passed between the time he? I don't know. This that's the only way I can explain it. Yeah. When I'm yeah. reading the books, I am doing that a lot. But when I you know, watch watch the show, I'm usually not.
0: My favorite expression
1: from Game of Thrones time
0: was when someone said that characters move at the speed of plot it's like i love that
1: that's true that's a i don't know if he invented the phrase probably didn't but uh j michael straczynski uses that uh phrase a lot the creator of babylon 5 and sensei said the ships travel at the speed of plot you're gonna jump reese you don't jump that much anymore
0: you know i was thinking of Sensei earlier when people were talking about like animal crossing and how it arrived at the most convenient time uh, because it's the kind of game that allows you to do very low impact things that are kind of reassuring and not very stressful. And you can visit and inter- interact with friends in virtually that you can't do in real life right now because everyone <laughs> is sequestered in their homes. And uh, how, of course, gaming is very popular and you can't buy a Switch anywhere. And TV shows are, you know, everybody was about that Tiger King thing last week and it, next week it'll be something else. But, um, what if Sensei had been had aired at a time like this?
1: Like That's what I I tweeted that on my uh Sensei account. I was like, man, this is a good time for a you know, streaming show to come out with a new season. <laughs> like if only um yeah. yeah, if Sensei like,
0: had debuted right now, everybody would have watched it and enough people would have watched it to keep it going. That's what I that's my theory, and maybe that's not true. Maybe Maybe a lot of people did watch the first season or the first couple episodes, and it just it, be, it just didn't grab them right away and it wouldn't have made a difference. But anyway, that's what I was like thinking to of Sensei.
1: My friend Lindsay came to visit my island the other day, and we just sat on a bench together. That was the cutest thing. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, this is exactly what I need right now. We're not even talking to each other. We're just sitting on a bench together doing nothing.
0: So Navia does that thing that that tv thing or movie thing where you you're on horseback and you're riding and you fall off the horse just as you get to where you're going like you held on to the horse this entire time to get back to your camp and as soon as you got there and your friends could see you that's when you slide off the horse into the ground they can run and get you and that's such a tropey thing
1: yeah you're just holding on long enough to get there so yeah it's like when you're like when you have to pee and you just hold it till you get to the bathroom and then it's like you couldn't have held it any longer it's just the exact amount of time
0: you're right it is just like that (laughs) so she's brought Crixus's head back fucking creep
1: (laughs) (laughs) You gotta have something she has this necklace and his head
0: so she's super sad he's dead um have I said before I don't like Navia?
1: Probably. I get the. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that. So he probably said it before.
0: She's so about Crixus. That's all she cares about. Crixus, Crixus, Crixus. I get he saved her from the mines or whatever, but he—he was never my favorite because he was such a dullard. And now she's obsessed with him. So she's like so one note It's so just about him. And I can't stand it there's the, I've never seen really any warmth from her from her performance um she doesn't have to tell jokes or anything but she just doesn't she's like a block of wood to me I don't she's I'm not
1: changed a fan. by her time in the mines. I get it it's a different actress
0: no I get that but uh, when I when I'm watching the show I would like a little bit of fun and all I get from her is a lot of mopiness. That's all I'm gonna say about her right now. Well, I'll circle, circle back around to her later, but uh, <laughs> just put a pin in that. We'll just, put little, just put a little, put a little pin in that about how Matt feels about uh, Navia.
1: um Nasir thinks that um, Agron is dead. Navia didn't really answer the question, did she? When he asked um, if he was, if Agron was still alive, but she only answers questions about Crixus. That's all. She- <laughs> It's like a chart. It's a question about Crixis. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, no answer. <laughs>
0: yeah, I noticed that too. Um, I was really hoping that um, Agron would be live. Yeah.
1: They said um, that they um, wanted to have one couple have a happy ending. Because at the beginning of the season, they were all about killing Agron and crucifying him in this episode. And even when they said, you know, I want them to have a happy ending, they're still kind of talking about crucifying him so, but you know yeah okay mm, Caesar so yeah so they send Tiberius to go meet with the um, with who they believe are Pompey's men mm-hmm. and Caesar's just trying to get him killed which I don't mind that
0: you know what didn't happen that I predicted would happen is somebody would have molten gold uh, poured down their throat <laughs> that, that never happened
1: that should actually be a trope. I and mean, it doesn't happen enough <laughs> for it to be a trope, but it should be. Whenever you have a spoiled little brat, gets gold shoved down his throat.
0: Him or somebody. Um, mm. I I think it – but wasn't it Crassus that in my fun facts last time I said when he was finally defeated and captured um, that they had melt, melted gold uh, uh, poured over true. his head? So I kind of thought that somebody would get it on the head or down the throat and it just didn't happen. Well. A missed opportunity is what we call that. <laughs> um, speaking Weird. of Nasir, he and the pirate are still uh, – I don't know. I don't like this scene. Well, Nasir's upset about the pirate coming between him and Agron going, You know what? If you hadn't shown up and made those eyes at me, then Agron never would have left.
1: And then you he's
0: like, but it back. was me, but I made eyes back, so it's my fault. It's my fault. It's your fault. It's my fault. It's no one's fault. Agron wanted to go, and the pirate was right. I don't know the pirate's name. I do love his headdress. Castor. What's his name?
1: Castor, like Castor and Pollux.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I so love In his- real
1: life, he wasn't a pirate. Oh. He was maybe a general. I think he fought with Gannicus a lot. I don't know. I can't remember.
0: Ah. Well, I love his whole look. I love that headdress. I love his little like belt thing around his waist
1: yeah.
0: um he's got necklaces going on he's got earrings um he's
1: showing off his chest he's got style <laughs> he's
0: a he's a fancy boy yeah. and uh everyone else looks like garbage. They look <laughs> like hot sweaty dirty garbage. uh he looks amazing like so much cosplay as him like that is a that's an awesome outfit um and he's totally right when he says. It, everyone made a choice he's an adult like sh- shut up
1: I can see someone going someone like myself going to a con and like who are you you're a pirate but like, not just any pirate <laughs> did you did you watch Spartacus
0: <laughs>
1: you should go as
0: him in the next episode when he gets gashed down the chest
1: yeah, everybody on the commentary was like oh his abs no not his abs That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty abs um, so Caesar, what did they say? He got back on the horse, <laughs> but that's um, so a slave woman.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what you're talking about.
1: Did he fuck some slave woman? Or maybe she wasn't a slave, but she thought he was going to kill her or something.
0: Oh, yeah. um, That was a weird scene. I don't remember what I don't I couldn't follow what was happening there.
1: I don't remember who she was it just they just seemed the way they explained it was that he was supposed to be getting his like manhood back after what Tiberius did to him and he's jumping back on the horse something like that I
0: so it's just supposed to represent him um, regaining confidence yeah okay well we needed some sex in the in yeah. the final
1: two episodes they said that the cut the scene too short they cut the scene and realized that they cut out too much like there wasn't enough explanation i guess of what was supposed to be happening or whatever so they had to restore some of what they cut out
0: i i didn't quite
1: get yeah i
0: just didn't quite get their dialogue and what they were referring to about the some girl who who had been killed and he showed up and said well that's was is he talking about tiberius like did tiberius kill another a slave girl
1: um, Is he off killing people? I think people? they. I don't know. Did they think that what's her name was killed, or did she? Did, did they tell everybody that she was killed, or did they tell everyone that she ran away? Oh, from the slaves. I can uh, That's what I was.
0: I don't know. You know yeah, this whole part about. was a little messy. Um, so can move
1: on it's not important it requires you to watch episodes more than once every three to five months to follow that scene.
0: i don't know all i could say is that i'm standing in front of the refrigerator right now thinking back when well, that doesn't make
1: sense <laughs> <laughs> i think that's our fault not their fault
0: possibly well i don't know they admitted i guess in the commentary that they uh they done fucked up and took stuff out and tried to put it back in maybe they didn't do a good enough job <laughs>
1: They really don't pass the didn't pass the refrigerator test. Yeah. That's what that's what we should call it when something doesn't make sense. Huh, doesn't pass the refrigerator test.
0: Yeah, let's make that a thing. You're <laughs> like, "What?" It's like not jumping that is jumping the shark. Opposite of that's Riker's beard, and then there's the refrigerator test. <laughs> um
1: so when did Tiberius oh, I think before right before that was when Tiberius was caught by Spartacus. <laughs>
0: yeah so he thinks he's meeting with Pompey because a bunch of guys showed up and said oh hey we represent uh, Pompey and he wants to meet with you and they said it's probably like a trap or something but
1: back then they didn't have any way to verify that the um, message was you know legit mm. no hash um <laughs> hash. what are you saying? no hash what's the term it's like a um uh, I see I should know this as a computer techie guy it's like a code that can come along with a like a file or something you can use it to verify that the file is legit
0: oh they should have just used two-factor authentication
1: yeah that that would have worked (laughs) if the uh
0: the guy from pompey had put up his qr code and uh caesar had scanned it or (laughs) with his smartphone been like okay you're legit yeah anyway jokes um so yeah, they uh, they go into the tent thinking it's going to be Pompey, and Spartacus was like, psych, it's me, your boy Spartacus, and
1: uh, it was a trap. They said they had a lot of discussion over who would get to shut up. And now I realize that all these notifications I'm getting, actually, you can hear them in the episodes, and I'm getting like a ton of notifications right now. Oh no! And I thought I turned that off a few days ago. Oh, that's so. too bad.
0: Would you link your phone to your Windows account or something?
1: No, it's like uh, Facebook sends notifications to my browser, so every time someone sends a message, pops up a notification.
0: Well, that's garbage.
1: And I turned that shit off, I thought. Oh, sorry, folks. Hmm. I'm just going well, to... Bad podcast host. Bad
0: podcast host.
1: Okay, uh, what, you know what I can do... Just mute this conversation And hopefully no one else will
0: Oh my god, stop it I know, they need like a podcast mode Instead of like, have airplane mode Just like yeah. a little button that turns off everything and They probably do, there's probably some sort of like Instant
1: notification disable thing Yeah so there was a lot of discussion about who would get to kill Tiberius, and they decided on Nivea, but then they threw a curveball in there. But they just kind of they they wanted it to be Nivea avenging Crixus. Well, we're not there yet. I know, but they mentioned that in this part of the episode. They, uh, they were spoiling like crazy these two episodes. Stuff that's going to happen later. Like, oh, you know everything that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: Well, do we know? I mean... I am um, not gonna listen to the commentary without watching the episode itself. So it's I'm not worried about being spoiled about that. But what I was thinking the entire time was are they gonna pull in Inglorious Bastards and rewrite history? Yeah. And I was hoping that they would. Because I think that's fun.
1: I would and, too. I was too. Like
0: and so when we when we talk about the last episode, I'll talk about how I feel about it. But all this time I was I was hoping that they would do something a little different. And I thought,
1: well, we'll get there. But I thought in my memory, the ending was a little more ambiguous about um, what exactly happened. But it was not really. um, (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I thought it was a little more ambiguous. But that's my memory playing tricks on me.
0: So they've captured um, the little squirt. Yeah. And they're marching him pass all the slaves and they're booing and I, don't, I hope they're throwing feces at him um, yeah. the Romans are behind him and, and he's just like oh he's freaking out yeah cause they're which gonna was, tear him apart
1: which was fun <laughs> it was fun to see him freak out like that
0: uh, I love watching extras behind the main characters and uh, the guy playing the soldier right behind him the big guy is doing a great job glowering at people he's really in the moment
1: Uh, so like the week after I was in that movie I was actually in a TV show where I got to be a security guard and I got to escort a student out of the building because he you know Done something wrong, or he was being accused of doing something wrong, and I tried to look like I was, you know, just like really pissed off at the student. And then there's another scene where I got to go into the cafeteria with a teacher and walk over to his table and then escort him out the cafeteria. Um, My, wow,
0: What
1: what TV show is this? Uh, this one's called Trinkets, um, it's on Trinket. Netflix. Yeah, can I see it? Uh, the episode I'm in is in season two, which isn't out yet, but season one uh. is out. And they only—I think I heard—they only did a season two because people didn't like the way season one ended. But huh. I've only seen the first episode, and it was—it wasn't bad.
0: Will, I didn't know you were a Hollywood star.
1: I mean, I mean, come on. Get my IMDb—I I can't talk. My IMDb page updated. So one of the main stars in uh, Trinkets was the uh, person that was in the Deadpool movies, um, the Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I don't know if you've seen them. No, movies, but yeah, I haven't. She,
0: yeah. And I'm looking at the cast list, going, and I don't think I recognize any of these names. But that's okay. No, you
1: wouldn't.
0: <laughs> um, sometimes the extras in these in some of these shots don't. They don't know where they're look, supposed to be looking. They don't know. They don't seem in the moment. A lot of them are okay, but a, a couple times I've caught people just sort of like staring off into the distance, which I suppose isn't like totally unrealistic. That, they, that, you know, in a scene, that in a crowd, that you wouldn't be focused on whatever's happening. You know, people have thoughts and daydream or whatever. But sometimes it felt a little obvious <laughs> that no one had told them that they were filming and something was happening. Yeah. And they're just kind of like looking around going like, huh, what's a nice day today?
1: <laughs> yeah, where, where my eyes go, where I'm supposed to be doing. And they're probably, you know, sitting in front of a green screen...
0: Well, the entire show was filmed in front of a green yeah. screen, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably not knowing what to do. Hmm. Um. So Agron gets some brown water poured on him. And he's got those cuts on him. Like, Ugh. oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm glad he. I'm glad he's alive. Yeah, he's been around for a while. What season? Two. See, yeah, season one. Was he in season mm, one? He was not I in season two. one. Oh. Um, hmm later on he remembered that he had a brother Um,
0: I remember that he had had a brother they were I think they were like German or something
1: yeah German from the east of the Rhine I think that's what they said in this episode
0: yeah we don't really yeah the brother didn't last long he wasn't good (laughs) Um, so um this sucks because Agron gets crucified
1: loses his mojo
0: yeah well it's just it's just I mean what a sucky thing I was thinking of this when uh, when Gannicus happen, when it happens to Ganicus. like first it's incredibly painful but then after a while I wonder if like your hands get numb and your arms get numb and then you just become incredibly bored just waiting
1: <laughs> to die oh like oh, can I get this over with
0: yeah it's just it's it's a prolonged suffering and pretty pretty shitty
1: <laughs>
0: Romans suck um. Yep. Yeah, and okay. So immediately after that, that's when uh, it's revealed that it, Pompey actually never sent anybody to uh to meet with Crassus. It was a trick. Somebody else. Who was it? It's a trap. It's it was trap. Spartacus.
1: <laughs> um. What's that? Um.
0: Oh, so the I am Spartacus stuff happens at the very beginning of the next episode. I'm looking at my notes. Really? Okay. I thought it happened this episode. Nope. Be very start of next episode. Okay um so spartacus oh, has yeah. this big idea that they're gonna honor krixis and the others with some gladiatorial games like she's on the other foot now kind of business we're we're gonna we're gonna have some fun here is this a good idea or should they be putting their efforts towards something else
1: probably should be putting their first towards something else but I this really so. did happen um Really? Spartacus had well. Spartacus had the Romans fight each other. They weren't fighting them but they, in real life. They had Sparcus had them fighting each other, so they weren't extending their energy. But um, yeah, so I think it was about two hundred captured Romans. He had them fight in games.
0: Okay, so now the actor who played Castus, not Castor, like you thought, Castus. His name and, is uh, his first name is Blessing. Blessing Mogola maybe. Blessing Mogola.
1: Okay. Maybe they're, I don't know. Maybe mm. Caster and cast isn't that You're
0: all right. I mean, I, I'm surprised I remember some of these names.
1: Let's see. Did he fight in the games? I know Nasir did.
0: No, I think all the pirate stuff happened either last season or the beginning of this season.
1: Um, I mean, in the games in this episode. Uh,
0: no, he didn't. hes He doesn't really do anything, really. He's there just to sort of be a barrier between Nasir and Agron. But I I don't really he may have killed a guy or two, but I don't really remember him doing much. Except getting cut, <laughs> Yeah, he he died, but no, I just look I don't even know his name.
1: Yeah, too bad. It took them two weeks to film this uh scene or this bit. What bit? The um uh, the fighting games.
0: Oh. It, it was a giant chunk
1: of the episode. Yeah, that's a good choreography.
0: Yes. I really like seeing Gannicus
1: fight again, fight in the games again. And then he took on three guys because two wasn't enough. But Spartacus' his fight was good, too. There's this one.
0: Oh, God. I wonder if you're going to say what I'm going to
1: say. <laughs> it's going to be like the best slay. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say the maneuver that he does where he – it's like a tiger knee – uppercut move oh he does his uppercut but he hits a guy with his knee it was the best thing on and of the show
1: i mean fight fights he kind of does look like guile doesn't
0: he oh he and then he does they slow down he does these like punches to the back or whatever the solar plexus oh it's amazing like the the fight fighting um is really good and i like how it's like okay we see we see them with their swords we see nasir with his Spear. No one uses the the silly trident with the net thing because that's just goofy. But you well, see, well, not hit.
1: Well, no, no one does. Somebody, I thought, I remember seeing the net, maybe not the trident, but oh. I remember seeing it. Oh,
0: yeah, someone, someone off to the side has it, but no one, I think, uses it during the fight.
1: Oh, I thought someone did, but yeah.
0: But I just kind of liked. Oh, then you had the guy with the hammer, you know, like he did his stuff. I just kind of. Thought it was fun to show all the gladiators with their like little special weapons and thought, oh, if they were in a fighting game, like this is like, oh, Saxo would have her like little daggers, like it's like the soul caliber of but Spartacus. And I guess there was a Spartacus fighting game, and I had no idea. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah, for the Xbox 360 and the PS3, it was a free-to-play fighting game called Spartacus Legends.
1: It was published by Ubisoft. I remember that. I never played it though.
0: Yeah, I would I have played it as Nasir. Because I, I like uh, bow staff weapon.
1: Did you see stuff. who the char- playable characters are?
0: No, I didn't do any more research into it. It's yeah. discontinued. You can't play it anymore.
1: Oh, bummer.
0: But uh, I'm sure it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Nasir has all these cool like uh, jumps and dodges and pokey things. Like he's very much the Viper from uh, Game of Thrones. He's yeah. or uh, that I want to say his name is Keelik from Soul Calibur with the bow staff. I've always liked very nimble fighters. I usually play them in fighting games. I haven't played a fighting game in a long time.
1: Yeah. I only got played since Matt tried to get us to play street fire, which I tried, but I just couldn't get into it.
0: I'd like to play soul calibur They, I know they added Geralt and who, who they added somebody else recently too. They added one of the characters from near and then somebody else just recently they were going to add to it.
1: Um, so that's the game that had Negan from The Walking Dead. Or was that Tekken? Probably Tekken. When I was at PAX. I did go watch some of the like uh, competitive you know, fighting game stuff in the arena, which was just kind of fun to watch.
0: Oh, they added the guy from Samurai Showdown. Okay. The the samurai guy. I don't know his name. I just saw it in the news. Anyway, I like Soul Calibur.
1: Um, maybe I'll download it probably free from this tech is which one was free to play one of those games anyway yeah there's
0: a there were then the strategy for a while was to release a game for free with like a f- couple fighters unlocked and then this is what killer instinct did like it was like two free fighters and then every week there was another one you could play with or you could buy a pack of fighters and like always have them unlocked it's sort of like trying to be a bridge between free to play and paid Mm-hmm. And it's just like let me just buy the whole thing please and have it be done. But anyway, this isn't fighting game talk. This is Spark.
1: <laughs> we talk about it every we want.
0: I mean, yeah. this this whole show is a fighting game in some ways. Like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Like when I watch the show like if I'm I'm usually having fun
1: cuz it's goofy as fuck. And where did Caesar come from? I like look down for a second, and then all of a sudden, Gannicus is kicking him in the mouth. Like the fuck!
0: Did oh my f- god! Oh, I'm rewatching it right now, and and someone does throw a a, a net. But there's a there's a moment where two uh, former gladiators, I'm assuming, pick up a Roman, they throw him into the crowd, and the people in the crowd start stabbing him
1: oh that's awesome
0: it's fucking crazy <laughs> and, and, and the guys are like shaking hands like yeah man it's so cool look we did Yeah. here's the screenshot
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah like oh let me get on a, in on
1: this oh wow <laughs> got that elbow <laughs> it's, it's like you know
0: you go to um if you're me you go to a hockey game um uh, and you, you watch these athletes perform but you don't get to no one in, in, gets you involved in the action you know they want you to cheer but no one ever really taps you to score a goal but here they do here it's like hey
1: at the blood here's a knife out. you you
0: you have at it you take your turn everyone's included
1: yeah it's very inclusive do you get a stab Did you get a stab mm-hmm
0: and I'm looking for this moment because it's it's in this scene. But there is this hilarious shot of these two women who like scream at each other and then look into the camera. And the look into the camera is the funniest thing. And I'm try, I should have put down what uh, the timestamp is. I'm gonna, I'm, I will,
1: I will look for it because I think I had looked test. down to write the notes down. And at one point, everybody in the commentary just burst out laughing at them. I wonder if that was the reason why. Uh, it, the whole thing's hilarious, because um,
0: yeah. the crowd shots in the arena were always very funny. Uh, no lady flashing her tits like they used to have in the uh, in the big arena fights. But these these, these freaks are losing their fucking minds, and it's just insane. <laughs> the show is insane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. This they were saying at the end of the last episode. They don't know if there ever been anything like it for a long time. Like, no, probably not. <laughs> like, whether the show has come along since then, that was this crazy.
0: Um, I don't know of another one because because it, it is so goofy. It's violent. It's borderline pornographic. It's it. Then it has these moments where it's very elevated in terms of dialogue and character stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, it's kind of like, who is this show for? Because if you're if you're like a, a 12 year old boy, you're gonna love the fight scene stuff and all this gut and blood and guts and stuff. Uh, but you're not gonna love it when Caesar and Crassus hang around in a tent and talk about strategy. But if you're my 70 year old parents, that might be the scene you like. But you'll be very turned off by all the sex and stuff. So, yeah. it's kind of like is it just for the two of us or is it someone else and Steve. <laughs> hey,
1: Steve. Yeah, they made this show just for us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you Steve tonight. No, I
0: mean Steve, uh, our friend Steve.
1: Who oh yeah. We'll yeah, send his feedback. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Caesar dash pop up out of nowhere as far as I can tell cuz I wasn't looking at the screen. Trade Tiberius for 500 Soldiers that were captured.
0: Mm, I hated this. I was like, "No, don't make that deal. I want that piece of shit kid murdered." Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted Nivia to do it.
1: Maybe she would smile for once. Well, oh, no, that's that's not funny. <laughs> oh no, she, I knew she wouldn't smile, but maybe she'd be happy.
0: <sighs> She'll never be happy she's got that scowl on her face i just wanted him dead like so bad and i was just afraid that he would either kill her well i didn't want any victories for him it's not that i like her i just don't want him to even for a second feel like he he's worth anything because he's a stupid you know piece of garbage horseshit kid yeah fuck him little piss and motherfucker anyway
1: well, she was about to kill him. She did beat him, but, you yeah. know. And it's the Spartacus to that thing where it would be really good if you didn't kill him. We can get a lot for him, but I'll leave the decision up to you. Make the choice.
0: I mean, that's good, but it, it, it kind of echoes a lot um, of the way of Spartacus and Crixus' relationship where Crixus wanted a very like basic kind of like revenge or like whatever. And Spartacus is like strategy. There's, there's like, there's another level to to this. And she's kind of the same way. She's like, she's operating at a very low level of just like kill this one kid. And Spartacus is like, yes, but is he worth 500 of our guys? And she's like, oh, I have to defray my dreams because of, uh, of something else. Like, They're kind of big. They uh, they parallel in that way, I think, Navy and Crixus. They're they're very good for each other because they're both, you know, stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so they agree to the trade. And Tiberius never had any intention of um, letting Tiberius, Caesar never had any intention of letting Tiberius live. I think, you know, I think they said on the commentary that he would have, like, killed him on the way back if it came down to it. But, Corey, Cora, she um, does the job for him.
0: She does. Um, I also wondered if they were going to get back the 500 men, but the 500 men would be dead or wounded, because I don't know if it was really articulated that they would be back in decent shape. Like later on, of course, we see Agron come back. But at the time when they're negotiating, I think Spartacus should have said, okay, and these men are alive and they have both all their limbs – or are you just gonna be like, hey, here's your 500 men? Technically, you know, you didn't read the fine print.
1: And I didn't realize it, but I guess the 500 men went with Caesar because I guess they were kind of close by or something, so the trade could take place.
0: Oh, I guess that makes sense.
1: So did, that's the impression, because yeah, because Caesar was mad that they um that he went on with the trade anyway, even though Tiberius was killed. Not Caesar. Crassus was mad that Caesar went along with the trait anyway.
0: Spartacus has this good move in the fight where he uh, jumps up and does, like, he kicks a guy with both of his feet. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, I like the thing with the two swords. But I was like, oh, the thing with two swords, that's going to be my best slay. But then a few minutes later, he stabs the guy through both of his eyes with the swords. <laughs> like, okay, that's my best slay right there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: re- I'm just watching it now you know to be um, Tiberius and just to be kind of like watching this it's like that's it had been very upsetting to just watching it get worse and worse and like the you went into this cave with six other guys and like gradually that's just you left
1: <laughs> yeah your time's coming
0: mm-hmm that's in and of itself it's own little torture. now I just did the uppercut tiger knee <laughs> 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 um, I'm still looking for those two women. <laughs> I'm like, where are you in this? Because, of course, it's like half a second.
1: So when Crassus um, sees Corey, he cries, but then he still like, she calls him Marcus, and he's like, you got to address me as Dominus from now on. He's mad at her for leaving. And yeah. uh, Agaran is reunited with Nasir. All, his face is all swollen.
0: <laughs> I found it. It's right after – sorry, back up. we got to go back to the arena. Um, okay. So it's the guy – Spartacus has stabbed the guy through the um, the eyes, and he's he's on the ground. He's about to pull the knives back out. Sorry, sorry people listening to this because um, I'm posting screenshots in Skype. <laughs> okay, so those are the two women screaming at each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, and then they turn to the camera. Oh my god, it's fantastic! <laughs> it's the, <laughs> the one on the right's the best because she's got this like a little, like almost like she's a snake and she's hissing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Anyway, it's I fucking ba- it's fucking bananas. Um,
1: I just had a little freak out because my um. The MP3 Skype recorder icon disappeared or whatever, but it's still recording. Phew. I just had to find it.
0: <laughs> okay. So Corey says, all right, I killed uh, Tiberius. Um, I'm sorry oh, that I next cost-
1: episode.
0: No, she's telling uh, Spartacus at this moment.
1: Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. She- I, was, I was already so far ahead of this.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But, but, but she, basically she's just to reiterate um, a, Says okay, I had to kill him. Um, but give them me. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Because we think he won't. Because I'm valuable. But then right. when she gets back to him, he's like, "You yeah, call me Dominus." Right. Not Marcus.
0: Yeah. So uh, Agron comes back. He's alive. They um they pay tribute to Crixus. Navia puts his little collar on the next to his head, his decapitated head. On a on a bonfire and they light light it and they uh they shout uh, Crixus 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 and then they all start shouting names
1: names of those who have fallen Varro and Barca and uh, Agron's brother Duro I think his name was um a bunch of other people uh what's his name Roscoe's remember Roscos? Roscoe 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: I heard yeah. some fake names. Someone yelled Dennis. I'm like, there's no. There was no character named Dennis.
1: Did you say Dennis? I don't remember Dennis. No, I'm yeah. making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were talking about um, on the commentary. Um, lady that plays Nivia and the lady that plays not Nivia. Um, the lady that plays Laita said that um, one day. At lunch, Rob Tapper, the producer, came by and just yelled out, Who wants to live? And she raised her hand. The guy that plays Agron raised his hand. And she said, yeah, that's why we live to see the end of the show. So <laughs> she just raised our hand when he asked who wants to live. Anyway. You just got to
0: be in the right place at the right time. Yeah.
1: That's how it works. Okay. So, yeah. Do we have any quotes? Hmm.
0: Uh, well, I just like this one rando who yells, Fuck him like a corpse!
1: <laughs> I, they kept saying what did they keep saying like kill the fucker or something like that during the fights the big battle scene something like oh, that oh something
0: like to the like kill the little cunt or something yeah they said. something like
1: that yeah yeah that was amazing I only wrote down I will have his fucking life and I think Nevia said that about Tiberius
0: um I've got a Spartacus quote Let us build pyre and gather around imagined sands of storied arena to bear solemn witness in the clash of sword and shield and pay final tribute to the undefeated Gaul, who shall forever stand so in my eyes.
1: Wasn't that noise? Oh, my God. This brother in a different life.
0: Uh, I've got two. I've got. Oh, my God. I've got three Navia quotes. Oh, God. Crixus once boasted of his prowess as gladiator and first words he ever broke with me. I said I did not favor the games. Now they are all I long for, and uh then, when she's fighting the brat, says, "You claim this sword as your own, the way it fit hand, I thought it forged for a woman or a sickly child, yeah, <laughs> and then uh she says, "I will see blade return to you now, well, anyway." That's all I have for quotes. Fuck him like a corpse. Is that what <laughs> yeah. you, is that what you do with corpses, you weirdo?
1: Apparently, in Rome they did. Romans are weird. These are fucking gross. Yeah, Europeans are. No, I'm kidding.
0: Ancient <laughs> Romans, Those present day Romans. I'm very sorry for what's happening in your country at the moment. Yeah, it'll happen here soon, like in two weeks.
1: Yeah, we're right behind you. So, who's the winner of this episode? Oh, um. Those two ladies in the crowd. <laughs> they had a
0: great time.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: um. A me, because I got to watch Tiberius get killed. That was. Yeah. Kind of the winner. Um. Navia, she got revenge. Kinda. Said goodbye to Crixus. Yes, and
1: Navia, the
0: closest. Nasir? Nasir, because Agron came back to him?
1: yeah I say a close third would be those two ladies in the crowd yelling at each other. They were great. <laughs> uh, who is the loser? Tiberius um that guy who got tiger uppercut in <laughs> 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 hilarious um,
0: the kind of doughy one that got two knives through his eyes. um a lot of people got killed. But
1: so much killing.
0: I, I guess the real loser is uh, Crassus because his he was fooled by Spartacus in a very savvy ploy, and his son was captured and then killed. I mean, that's gotta suck. You gotta feel shitty about that. I like to give the loser not necessarily to somebody who was killed, but the person who has to live with the loss. You know, so oh. he,
1: he gets my point. Oh my god, didn't I oh I didn't mute that conversation, I muted the other one. Well, I don't think he's gonna bother me no more, so anyway. Uh, who's the best slay? I already said that I think it's the guy who got stabbed in both of his eyes from behind. Um
0: yeah, that sounds fair. I can't really I mean a lot of people got killed in that little arena at the end. Probably none so as so spectacular as that. That was that was a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> spark is just put on a show i guess he was showing off
0: i mean they all they are they were all great there's uh you know what no i have my my best uh sleigh is those um two guys that throw that guy into the into the crowd and the crowd just stabs them with knives <laughs> that yeah. was that was hilarious okay, i'm gonna give it to the randos okay because it's nice to you know like participate
1: Audience participation. It's not like a Gallagher show. <laughs> Do you know Gallagher? Am I too, am I that old that I'm making references that younger people don't understand?
0: Is he the watermelon guy? Yeah. Okay, that's all we know. From, that's all I know him from.
1: yeah, I used to love watching him on yeah, clips of his shows on TV before the YouTube's and whatnot, internets. Who's the best laid? Oh, I guess Caesar.
0: He's the only one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't want to give it to him because uh, I it was too short.
1: It? Yeah. Oh, it has to be long and.
0: And I didn't know who that girl was, and I didn't know what that scene was about. I thought it was dumb. I
1: had no idea what was happening in that scene. <laughs> 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 um, what about ratings?
0: I thought this episode was fantastic.
1: <laughs>
0: it was chock-a-block full of fun and goofiness. And just, I mean, these are these are our heroes are just winning all the time. Like everything winning. winning. Um, no, that was from like three years ago. Ugh. <clears throat> Cut that out. Um, <laughs> great. It was a great episode and a lot of fun. And I'll give it 10 out of 10. Tiger knees.
1: Tiger. Tiger oh, knee. Reese.
0: Tiger uppercut. That's-
1: that's the matter, Reese. What about you? Oh, um, I, I loved I had so much fun watching it. So much fun talking about it. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll give it 10 out of 10 decapitations on two swords and double swords.
0: Gross. Type in, right. Like, put, it in yeah. put it in the spreadsheet. Put it in
1: the spreadsheet. I don't have anything for episodes seven and eight, so Ooh, that'll yeah. be missing for now. Have to go back and find out. Yeah go back and listen.
0: Update us in the Facebook group. Or, like Give us all the rankings. Yeah, I'll
1: do that in about nine months. Oh my god. Everything's so slow. It's podcasting. Um, so the next episode is called Victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victory originally aired April 12th 2013, so about seven years ago. It was directed by Rick Jacobson and the course written by Stephen Denight and there's a commentary by Stephen Denight, Rob tappard Rick Jacobs, and Liam McIntyre.
0: I actually listened to this commentary. No oh, nice. Yep, cuz I did my own for the for the episode and then I thought okay, I got to kind of rewatch it and take notes this time. So, I thought um when I do it I'll put the commentary on. So, nice. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to rip the episodes into mp3 files and listen to them as though they were podcasts
1: that'll yeah, be fun i'm going to have to go back and check i think i mentioned last time i like realized that one episode had two commentaries and if any other other ones had two commentaries i probably didn't notice or did realize there was like a you know an arrow or something for another commentary huh. so, to go back and check.
0: And I I've probably said this before, but I was very impressed with the quality of the Blu-rays and the amount of features and thought that went into everything from the menus to the packaging to the features. Like, it's a really nice Blu-ray set.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched any other features, but that'll be next when I'll probably slowly work my way through them over the next few months. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do like the menus, the menus, all that, and the music, how the music's playing. I, I like the, even the packaging as well.
0: Yeah, you have the one with the little ribbon, the red yeah. ribbon. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I almost called off today because I like couldn't find the, I couldn't find the actual set. I was like, what the fuck did I do with it? Because I did some rearranging and organizing over there, and I couldn't find it. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> like I can't find the DVDs, uh-huh. and kind of screwed.
0: So victory begins with the I am Spartacus moment. Um, this is what I was talking about earlier, but it happens right here. Um, I watched the, the scene, this scene from the movie, um, the Kirk Douglas movie directed by Stanley Kubrick, which I didn't realize that Kubrick directed the Spartacus movie from 1960. Yeah. Um, but he did. So, um, in the context of that movie, some Romans are on horseback, um, and they tell a bunch of slaves, look, we're going to let you all go with uh, maybe a couple of lashings or something. Um, but in order to do that, you have to tell us, identify Spartacus's body or if he's alive, who he is. And that's when the guys stand up and goes, well, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. You know, that's, that's a whole thing. Um, it's a kind of a tropey thing, kind of a yeah. referenced moment, right, uh, of, yeah. of, of them all sharing responsibility. So this is a very clever twist on that by having all these different characters – in various places, say, I'm Spartacus, so that it gets reported that he's in all these different places, and then the, they don't know where they are, and then, or they're also they're kind of like, how can he be in so many places at once? Yeah, he sure is the right one. I, I just thought it was very, very clever to yeah. to repurpose that iconic line for this moment. Super well done. Very happy about it.
1: That's another thing I'm meant to do before the end of the show is watch the other adaptations of Spartacus. Oh yeah, we should do that for the while. I don't think I've guys. ever seen... No, we should I don't think I've ever seen the Kirk Douglas version. I saw the... I think it was a miniseries or a TV movie with Goran Vinsnish, I think. Mm-hmm, the guy E-R. from ER. I saw that version of it. Um, and I think every version has a like a Julius Caesar in it, even though we don't know if he was even involved in... Any of this in real life. Now, what's Goran Vizhnik been in lately? I think I actually looked him up one time and he was doing something.
0: He, when he was on ER, like he just, um, oh, he was in four episodes of the Santa Clarita Diet, uh, with our friend Timothy Oliphant. I don't know, yeah. it's just, he's talking shit about actors, but it just never really grabbed me as somebody who had a lot of charisma.
1: Yeah, I liked him, but I agree, he didn't really have a lot of charisma. Oh, yeah, he was on, um, timeless with Charles, i only saw the first episode. oh he was in doctor who this season i'm got them all stored up on my dvr mm-hmm.
0: and, and in those shows i assume he's just a little more lively a little more
1: i don't remember him on timeless on doctor who i have to see he plays nikola tesla on doctor who this could be interesting i guess
0: i've never watched an episode of doctor who all the way through <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah, he was on that Halle Berry show Extant. I I think he was probably about the same as he was on ER on that show, if I remember correctly.
0: I was reading something about the Expanse and some writer was telling her father, like, to watch the Expanse and he's like no, I wa- i watched that show, but what he was talking about was the Halle Berry show, Extant.
1: <laughs>
0: and and yeah. so she was like, "It's so good," and he's like, "I watched it, and it wasn't that good." You <laughs> didn't know what it was, show he was talking about. It's such a apparent thing to do. <laughs> my my mother watches a lot of crap TV, but and she just never remembers what she's seen or who is in what. So it's just kind of funny. She'll also read the same dumb book several times because she doesn't remember that she read it and they all have the same stupid punny names.
1: Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's how I've been kind of, no, I guess not with books, but with movies. I've been watching a lot of movies lately and some of them aren't so great. But yeah, sometimes i like see a title and I, I think I'll watch that, but I can't remember anything about it. I have no idea what happened in that movie.
0: Some of these – my the YouTube um, algorithm that recommends videos for me loves to show me – well, loves to show me cat videos. But it also wants me to watch millennials who have, I guess, never seen a movie or listened to music ever because I'll see like the, the weirdest – YouTubers like okay I'm listening to Hey Jude for the first time or I'm listening to like some like extraordinarily popular song and it's like have you ever heard music before like I don't understand like I'm looking at your react list and you've reacted to like every popular song that's ever been on the radio since you know the last 30 years like who are you? Are you an alien? Yeah. I don't know why I'm mentioning this I had a reason for
1: it Oh, we were shitting on our parents. <laughs> well, Will's gone silent. I'm sorry, oh, sorry, I was um, talking to Reese. <laughs> um, yeah. I think he's wanting some attention. Um, Reese, come podcast with me. <laughs> um, Agaron is Hurts.
0: Yeah, he can't hold the shield. It's very sad because all he wants to do is be a warrior how bad do you would you feel if you're nasir and the man you loved finally came back after you thought he was dead and he had been crucified and he's finally back and really the only thing he wants to do is leave again
1: yeah we could go off over the mountains and be together but you just want to go fight but I guess he would have been killed if he tried to go over the mountains. Um, <laughs> there's so much. I, I'm watching the scene between the two, and there's just so much weird
0: face acting happening with Aggrant kind of, like, starting to cry, and then Nasir's, like, weird cry look around face is... This is an animated GIF right here. I'm I'm going to make it in nine months.
1: Okay. Uh, again, it is, it's all this stuff about people kind of... No, like they know they're not gonna all gonna make it or whatever. you gotta give the people who are fleeing enough time to get away and the people saying their goodbyes it's all sad this is a serious finale,
0: yeah, they're saying goodbye to their their friends, so Ganicus has a sex scene um a little more involved than Caesars I better I would say yeah. um I don't know that girl's name. I don't know.
1: Uh, really remember? Yeah, I don't her. remember her name. I just call her. <laughs> what do you like? I just call her woman.
0: <laughs> uh, I call her the woman, name, woman. The woman that stands between Ganicus and Saxa. Yeah. Which Saxa, to her credit, it was never petty about it. it. Was never like mean to the other girl or whatever. She she was just like, okay, I like Ganicus, but he's interested in her. Uh, whatever. Like she's she'll. She moved on fast. Now, at the end, when she died, she was sad and said, oh, God, I wish I could have been with you. But she didn't – she wasn't like a a clingy, hanger-on kind of like other girl. She just kind of let them have their relationship. I guess she understands that people need to find happiness where they can and and jealousy is like a petty emotion and there's no time for it in this world, which – is very mature of her. And one reason why I love her, she's amazing and my favorite character on the show. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I don't know who uh, this other girl is, but uh, sex was had. Yes, it was.
1: Crassus has Cora in chains. An asshole. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: where am I? Wait, what did this happen?
0: Well, in this scene with Cora and Crassus, um, she says that his son was killed by a random old dude or something, an ex-slave, a guy though. Um, yeah. Who just kind of came out of nowhere. So she and Caesar have settled on this as the, the lie that they were going to tell him. Yeah. And uh, it's not until later when Spartacus fucking blows it and uh, that he finds out the truth.
1: Yeah. Fucking Spartacus ruined.
0: Spartacus got this girl killed is what
1: I want to <laughs> say. <laughs> But he didn't know. He didn't. He didn't know.
0: Know. I mean, she's she's not loyal to the slave rebellion. If she could, she'd be with this motherfucker here. She loves him. I think she loves him. I think she wants to be with him.
1: Yeah, she wants to be back with him.
0: And I think that she, it. Yeah, she would. She's not uh, loyal to any other slave. She's loyal to herself, which doesn't mean she deserved what happened to her. Only that she's kind of. She's not very altruistic compared to anybody else.
1: So, I guess it was the next day when the two sides start lining up because that's how they fought back in those days. Um, And there's a meeting of all the main characters this season on both sides, I guess. Mm. What? Uh, When, you know, uh, Crassus and Spartacus, they all meet up to talk. Um, But you see all the. On both sides, you like Caesar and you see um, Gannicus and Nivea and, you know, like all the main characters are there until they get dismissed.
0: Where are you in the episode?
1: Um, Are you at the um, battle already? Well, the battle hasn't started yet, but, you know, they kind of meet up to talk a little while before the battle. Where am I? Well, there's
0: a, I mean, there's a, there's a couple scenes of them. Uh, well, more saying goodbye. I don't, I didn't know if you wanted to dwell on that a little bit more, but no,
1: oh, I might have just missed that in my notes. I, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, we got tired.
0: Of it. What's? I mean, this is one of the one of the great uh, moments to look around at crowd shots and extras in the background. This is where you'll you'll see um, people listening to Spartacus, and then other people kind of just like, eh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I wish I could find a screenshot, but. Trust me, they're, they're in there and I found them, uh, on the commentary you know, they talked about that. This is sort of a, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for the people that he saved and liberated to show their gratitude toward him. Um, and that's, you know, that's good because he's not going to survive and he kind of knows he's not going to survive, but they're at least there, there are people that he definitely saved and they're there to thank him and say,
1: appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Spartacus.
0: Oh, here's a... I found a crowd guy. Here, I'll share this one with you. The
1: lady with the babies thanked him. I don't really remember who that lady is, to be honest. I don't uh, think we've seen her before.
0: Um, I didn't even think we had. I thought maybe... You
1: no, know, she was just a random person inserted in.
0: Yeah, I think so. Representing everybody who's... <laughs> so, yeah, there there's... He, Spartacus is giving a big speech about to to all of the people around him, but in the background there's a guy with a sword and a stone. He's just sharpening his his stone, but he's just kind of like not paying attention.
1: He's <laughs> listening. He's listening. But he's
0: not really he's not really caring.
1: Yeah, but we we don't know what direction he was given. Like uh, some of you guys back here just sharpening your swords or you're getting ready for the fight, and some of you you know.
0: Yeah, but the, <laughs> the main character of the show, the hero, is giving a big speech. Maybe pay, act like you care. I don't know. And some people are listening, and then others... The guy have,
1: beside him is watching... I don't know. Is he looking at Spartacus? I think he's trying to get a look.
0: To the right or the left? Oh. To the left. Oh. With The, the, the guy at the left's key. paying attention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's other... Sh- anyway, this isn't good pod because you can't see the screenshot, but...
1: Nidia looks like she's very focused on Spartacus. No,
0: she's thinking about Crixus. No. (laughs) So, yeah, um, Lita's there. Whatever. She kisses him. I guess, I'll just say this now, um, uh, I don't really buy their relationship. There's a little bit of Mm. affection between them, but she kind of, she's not equivalent to any of his other girlfriends.
1: Yeah, Mira was better.
0: (sighs) Mira was the best. And um
1: Yeah. It's like they just needed him to have a love interest this season. And it didn't quite work that well. Uh yeah. So Gannagus is ready to fight. I'm tired of all this sappy shit. So when uh, Cricks, not is Crassus and Spartacus are fighting they said on the commentary this not fighting but talking they said on the commentary that this was an audition scene like the first scene that was ever written. Seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was a finale. But yeah. Didn't
0: quite didn't quite make sense to me. Like they auditioned with a scene from the finale. Yeah.
1: Mm, odd. But they had to change it up some because Tiberius died this episode. Hmm. So that's when Spartacus lets it slip that it was a woman who killed Tiberius and not a man.
0: Yeah, for some reason, there's a a little parlay between Spartacus and Crassus. Um, the armies have lined up opposite each other, but a guy rides out on a horse and is, uh, after having some spears chucked at him, says, um, My boss wants to talk to you. <laughs> so. They all go up. Uh, all the main characters go up with Spartacus, just so that all the the main characters from the show can uh, be in the same scene together. I guess.
1: Yeah, it's probably is the first time they've all been <clears throat> in the scene together. So. And fine, right? And like, what was Crassus expecting to happen?
0: I don't know. I just think it's super weird that Spartacus went along with it and didn't think he was going to get ambushed or something. It's it's just. Why would either one of them agree to this at this point? Like, it just, it's such a, it feels like a TV or movie thing. Like, not anything that would happen in real life.
1: Yeah, you know, they've already been tricks. Yeah, you, know, you should, <laughs> like, what's to stop Cresses from doing the same thing you did?
0: It, it makes really no, like, okay, we're just going to have a conversation before we fight each other to death. I don't think it works that way.
1: we have a conversation.
0: I don't think I would want to hear from somebody the eve before the battle of let's find common ground before we fight to the death. No, I don't want to do that. No, thank you. I don't like you.
1: <laughs> I thought he was going to challenge him to single combat. Isn't that what they do in Game of Thrones?
0: Well, it's just... It, I just feel like the writers said we have to get these two characters in the scene together because they've been enemies all season long and they're going to fight to the death and the fight can't be the le- the first time they're together. So we have to have them actually talk to each other before that moment. So let's just have this scene, but it just doesn't make sense from a like a realist realism perspective. Like I, I just don't yeah. think it would happen. But whatever. I mean, they have a conversation and it's fine.
1: They talk shit, and so after this conversation, that's when Crassus is pissed off at Caesar and Cora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when he finds out the truth about who killed um, Tiberius and that Tiberius actually hated him, agreed to hate his father.
0: Right. Well, was petty in some way. I didn't know if he yeah. really hated his father. Just was it brat? He was a, was a fucking loser, scumbag. So Crassus gets upset and, and breaks his son's death mask, which was weird. Um,
1: <laughs> he forgives Korra, but, you
0: know. I don't understand their relationship because he is such a man of principle and so like regimented and very by the book like he's got to stick up his ass that he would find any affection for a slave girl feels bizarre to me and i don't know like he really loves her i never bought that he loved her how could he she's his property how could he ever love her
1: yeah it could be that they just have no chemistry together. <laughs> yeah, that's um, part of it too. Um, but like they're I don't know,
0: well, they're they're both really good actors. They're they're acting their hearts out here. But you're right. I don't feel any warmth or affection and chemistry between them. I'm just skeptical the entire time, waiting for some other shoe to drop, watching this this stuff.
1: Yeah. And there's another uh, scene. Uh, pol- <clears throat> Another, um yeah, kind of a plenty, heart to heart scene with Ganicus and Spartacus and he sees Spartacus sees his homeland on the map. Just kinda forgot for a while that he was a Thracian, I guess. Yeah. It's time for some callbacks. Yeah, <laughs> they don't talk about that. They already talked about the undefeated Gaul and they brought up that Agron was uh, German
0: mm mm-hmm, he had a brother, remember his remember Spartacus, wife, his dead wife? Oh my yeah, god, Suraj I do I do sort of remember
1: her <laughs> believed in the gods, and I don't think he did mm-hmm I just want to remind you about season one yeah they' they're, <laughs> he they're, forgot
0: they're trying to bring stuff full circle, which is good, yeah um you know what we didn't get an old-fashioned orgy. Where was our orgy? We haven't had an orgy like maybe all season. I guess that's how you know that things are really getting dire, is when um, the orgies are, are called off. That's what happened here, you know, with the COVID-19. The uh, first thing they did was they canceled the orgies.
1: <laughs> it was the um, executive order from right from the governor of each state. <laughs> yeah, they called the off the orgies, orgies
0: <laughs> and they said, we got to start social distancing. So <laughs> orgies are uh, no more orgies.
1: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so how many Zoom meetings are you having? Like, um, I have
0: week? one every day.
1: I have at <laughs> least one
0: every day. We're also on Microsoft Teams. Uh, it's a lot of, yeah. We're all telecommuting. Th- th- three weeks we've been doing this, and it's gonna be at least three weeks more. Yeah, I'm not working, but
1: I've had interviews and in Zoom, Blue Jeans. I had one on Team Teams. Um, my friend actually works for Cisco. He works on the uh, Webex team, and he's you know suggesting that we use that, but I haven't used it, mm-hmm. I haven't used that in years. Uh, but yeah, so many. I it's like my schedule's becoming so busy in the next few days because I have all these virtual hangouts with people planning some of the like tech meetups that I'm in are having virtual meetings now, and like for quarantine, it's getting pretty busy. Well, I hope something comes of it. I- career-wise for you there's no even like the hangouts with friends it's fun to talk to people and you know drink i still have some alcohol here so drink beer together over
0: yeah i played in touch i played viva pinata with my friend last saturday for three hours and it was fantastic and uh only stopped because matt melclair and i played mysterium
1: over skype so oh nice I have that um, Spartacus game on Tabletop Simulator, so we need to play that. Yeah, we should try that. Maybe um, Steve would want to play with us. Yeah, and I also have Liam McIntyre's game. I think it's Monster Lab. We could try that, too. Uh, No more orgies. No more orgies. So, yeah, Spartacus wants Gannicus to do the impossible because, you know, they pulled off so much impossible stuff. and wants him to do it one more time. And um Yeah. Next day at day you know, it's daylight again, so um Crassus actually praises Caesar's loyal service. He's you know, I guess he's forgiven him. I
0: mean Caesar's done a lot. We have to give Caesar some credit. He infiltrated their camp for a long time. Um he got a haircut. That was pretty big. Um
1: he bloodied his thigh or penis or whatever. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, what happened yeah.
1: with that? That was weird. I was listening to that was one of the episodes I was listening to a little bit of, and um, that's I think that I think that was the one where I had a cold. Yeah, that he like branded himself so he could pretend to be a slave. I think that's what it happened. Oh. Got it. We were going on and on about how he's bloody and we didn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) I think you said, well, let's put a pin in that and come back to that because that could be something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that because I remember going to the refrigerator later going, well, that did not make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why did he do that? (laughs) I'm always thinking about the TV show I just watched where I'm standing in front of the refrigerator. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I mean he he was pretty um all up in everyone's business all season long Caesar was. Who knew?
1: Maybe I should watch Rome um next since I'm in, I mean, Rome I think I've said this before that Rome was going to be my first podcast, but you know the idea for the uh, Babylon 5 anniversary was coming up, so I decided to do that one first, but I still have the Rome box set that I've never watched and you think of it as a sequel to this show <laughs> I think the weird thing about watching that is that the the lead
0: characters are Roman soldiers and then yeah. so it's like I know that um Titus Caesar. Polo and um is it Lucius Verinus is that his name um yeah. that these two characters are like low on the rung of soldiers they are not from Roman wealth right um But there's still Roman – there's still the guys on this show that are the guys that our heroes kill.
1: Yeah, they're like – I mean we only know they existed because they were like briefly mentioned in Caesar's – a book Caesar wrote, like examples of like good soldiers or something like that. Um, So, yeah.
0: You know, I I tried to watch that show, but I was – first of all, I was just still so depressed after Carnival got canceled – and to to watch Rome and, and be like, oh, here's a really expensive show, but the show that I love that was expensive got canceled, but then they found money to make this thing. And it's just like, oh, it's just de- I was so depressed. I, I was not in the mood to watch another high-profile HBO show at that point. So that's part of the reason why I didn't like it. But it was, it was pretty slow for the first three episodes and didn't grab me. And then my understanding is that season two is, like, way better, but it's also – They they compress history to like an insane degree, and they have like two seasons worth of story in like half as many episodes.
1: Yeah, they had to compress it for some reason. I don't remember the story behind that, but I do remember. Yeah, they had to like squeeze so much into a short period of time. It's like it's too.
0: It's like yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's worth watching or not because it got canceled early and didn't end on a great spot, and maybe or maybe it did. Who knows. I don't know a very different yeah, Caesar very different yeah. Julius Caesar
1: yeah I remember enjoying it and yeah you know, a lot of the same actors on a lot of some of the actors on that show ended up on Game of Thrones yeah you know, there's the same British actors that are in everything I guess I
0: wanted Ray Stevenson who plays Titus Polo to play um Stannis Baratheon I thought he would have been a good Stannis
1: you No. Know. He might have been a good um, mountain old. He's not tall enough, and maybe the mountain or the yeah. mountain. He's kind of old at this point, isn't he? Yeah, well, at, back then. Yeah, know. yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so, it, so it was, actually, I kind of thought it was funny um, when Spartacus is giving a speech to his men, and then all of a sudden these fireballs start raining down on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're supposed to wait for me to finish my speech. We're supposed to do that. Or maybe he did finish it, but it was, it was like around the same time. So,
0: the best bit in, uh, of this battle is when they when they charge and then they stop, and then the other army, the Romans, charge forward, and the ground beneath them gives way, and they all fall on these spikes. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'm like, at what point did they dig that ditch? <laughs> like, I'm trying to like figure out logistically how Spartacus was able to dig that thing, put those spikes in, cover it up so neatly, and then have the battle here, and no Romans were, like, hip to it.
1: (laughs) Let me go stand by the refrigerator. Maybe I can figure that out. out. Um, Before uh, the Romans got there, I guess. Were they there before the Romans got there? I,
0: I don't know. Was this not where they had all met the previous day? Was this a different spot?
1: I think they were still maybe a little bit separated when they met. I don't know. It's a little bit separate.
0: Did they put up like a
1: big wall
0: of like – did they put a tarp up? And uh, what what's Spartacus doing behind that tarp?
1: <laughs> and, and they're digging the ditch. Can I get some scouts over there? The I don't know. It killed, was, huh? it was, it,
0: it's totally unbelievable. It's absolutely ridiculous. It was, however, hilarious. Now look. <laughs>
1: And also, once they were fighting, they kept shooting those fireballs and they were even hitting Roman soldiers with them. Crash like, I don't give a fuck. We're going to end this war today.
0: Yeah, you got to break a few eggs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Romans suck. Ancient Romans. Not cr- not present day Romans. Don't send us emails.
1: Yeah. Romans are... Uh, uh, our emails are like 90%, 99% spam. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then at the end of this point everybody starts dying <laughs> oh
0: yes um also h- hilarious are the ladders that were they weren't really ladders but they were these big planks of of wood um that were erected over the trench so that the uh Spartacus and his crew could run up them over the trench to attack the romans yeah. uh did they just drop right. the ladders on top of
1: the room yes they
0: did yeah <laughs> yes it's like you're a bridge now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, see, Lugo died. Or was it Ludo?
0: I th- think them. it was Ludo. The
1: Hammer Dude. I think it's Ludo because I kept thinking about the never ending. Not never, is it? Is it never ending story? It's it never maybe it's a never ending story. story. One of those movies has a character named Ludo. It's like Ludo Sad. Oh no. Yeah,
0: not familiar. Um. um but yeah, he has a big hammer, he goes up in flames, it's fucking gross. He swings his hammer around even though he's still on fire, but he melts, it's disgusting. Uh, Navia watches it.
1: Ganagas charges from behind with the cavalry, so shoot from behind. <laughs> and they take control of the big arrows, or big, um, what do you call those? Ballistas? Those. Yeah, whatever, yeah, ballistas, whatever. And they can't hit anything with them.
0: No. You know, watch, <laughs> watching this right now on my monitor, it looks so garbagey. It didn't really look that bad on my big TV when I was taking notes at the time. Actually, no, I was just doing my commentary. I guess I was so in the moment that I didn't really look at just how computer-generated and goofy it all looks. Yeah. But it looks like trash when I'm watching it right now yeah. on my high-def, like super high-def uh, monitor right like two inches from my face. It looks
1: really Fucking, oh. Yeah, the arrows flying over looked really bad. I was like, "Oh, cringe!" <laughs> but I don't remember like other parts of the battle looking too bad.
0: Um, here, well, look at this <laughs> screenshot time.
1: Oh wow, <laughs> this is like it's it's it's, what's that it's game.
0: It's so bad. <laughs> it's really bad.
1: It's a game called Mount and Blade or Mount Blade. That's, that's a few years old now. But I think it's maybe the same quality as this, even though at the time it probably wasn't even, you know, top of the line when it came out.
0: Anyway. Yeah, Yeah, anyway, it looks looks awful, but that's fine. Like, it's – those shots, you know, they happen really fast when you're watching it and you're in the moment and the adrenaline's pumping or whatever, and it doesn't matter. Like, you're here for the action and the story, and it's good. Um, So it's just – when you watch it, (laughs) it's just silly. Yeah. so, Saxa um, and Gannicus ride up from behind and attack the men who are who are uh, operating the ballistas. And they're going to turn them and use them. Oh, this is a weird rando on a horse. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, can't screen cap everything. The.
1: Craxes um, and sends Caesar to go get them. Cresses, Craxes. Yeah. I'm just giving everybody a new name, so. <laughs>
0: I was thinking that it would be difficult for Nasir to fight with a spear because it's a very close quarter combat and it's he's kind of like a you know he needs a lot of reach for that and needs to twirl around a lot and do a lot of acrobatic stuff and he just doesn't probably have the space for it. But I guess he he found a way. This is basically when the pirate dies.
1: Nasir will find a way, yeah. That's when um Castus see I wrote down Castus here. So why did I call him Castor earlier? I don't care. <laughs> um
0: It's a very uh, uh, it's a very T V thing that or movie thing in a giant battle full of lots of people and lots of noise that key characters can somehow find each other in a battle and actually have conversations.
1: Of course he has to yell out his name. He doesn't, you know, just go up and stab him from behind. Of course
0: half these people were made in a computer, so <laughs>
1: And the other half, you know, they just tell them to be really quiet. You know, just pretend you're fighting, but you have to be really quiet. But Spartacus and Crassus were able to lock eyes
0: from across the battlefield and find each other. And uh, Spartacus does a really fun run-up on a guy. He uses them as a ramp. I mean, first they were bridges, now they're ramps. Um, he He runs up and he knocks Crassus off his horse, which was great, but then they... These two stooges come and protect the Imperator, and they drag him away. Well, they'll have their own. Oh, um, Nasir does a really fun flying kick here. I enjoyed that quite a lot.
1: I wonder what Nasir did, you know, the rest of his life. Did they just live? You know, they went to another country, I guess, but did they just like, were they just like farmers or did they fight? I guess they probably weren't fighting, but he's got all those fighting skills. And you know, what's he going to do with them mm. the rest of his life? Circus performer. to could be security somewhere, security guard. But Crassus is injured in this, um... And you see Gannicus and Saxa doing, like, the oil and fire thing. Yeah. And here comes Caesar.
0: Hey, <laughs> they light some guys on fire. Yeah. It's great. It's just it ridiculous. Would, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Caesar! Mm-hmm. What did them...
0: Well okay worst part of the episode is when my favorite character ever since um asher left the show because asher's the best um it's my girl saxa yeah i love her to death she's amazing she's my warrior queen but she gets stabbed in the gut and it's awful
1: yeah pouring out for Saxa. she's my sweet
0: baby girl and she died
1: (laughs) think i said on the commentary she was supposed to live and then I guess die beside Ganicus later on.
0: Oh, yeah, to be crucified later.
1: Yeah. But, yes, but Crassus and Spartacus have their fight, and or this is the beginning of their fight. And oh. They're both tired and everything.
0: I just want to say that um, Saxus says to Gannicus, I again find myself in your arms as she dies because she loved him. Aw, they're my favorite chap that never was. <laughs> um Caesar also um finds Navia here. Yeah. Cuts cuts her in the leg, cuts her in the whatevers. Um so I had put a pin in this about how I don't like Navia, but I also didn't like watching her die. I it was Yeah. It looked really painful and gory and awful and I I took no pleasure in it. It was it made me very uncomfortable to watch it.
1: It was gross. Yeah, it was brutal and yeah. The way that he, yeah, yeah. So,
0: they've they've trapped um, Ganicus. The the soldiers they've kind of like formed a, a barrier around him with their shields, and he's just sort of swinging wildly at him, uh, at them, like a feral animal. And this is when smartass, pompous, shit-eating grin, ass Caesar walks in, smiling with his very white teeth, uh, and. <laughs> is just such a smarmy son of a bitch. And they, he knocks Gannicus out. So at this point, things uh, are going really bad for
1: our heroes. Yeah. And then you have the end of the battle between Crassus and Spartacus, where they're just going at it. And there's scenes were put in where Spartacus is remembering his wife. And... At one point, he gets better. You know, it kind of makes you think at one point that, you know, he's about to kill Spartacus. And then they have you thinking that Spartacus is about to win. But then this cowardly Roman soldiers come up from behind out of nowhere.
0: Ugh. It's, it stunk. Yeah. yeah. The effects, though, of the spear going through him was really well done. And I don't know how they yeah. did it. And I would love uh, if they did a uh, behind the scenes that second spear that goes right through his chest. It's like, wait, how do they do that? That looks so good.
1: And I said on the commentary, right, that he kind of stayed, you know, with those spears the whole time, you know, the actor did and it kind of yeah. helped with his performance. <laughs>
0: it it's just the visual of him crawling with the spears through him is insanely like provocative in a way. It it looks it's very artistic looking the way he's posed and it's just striking the profile that he has crouched over bent over he at one point he reaches for another spear but he can't get it because he can't move because he's all pinned down i mean it's disgusting but yeah and they they're also sticky it's gross
1: and they have a little chat a little private chat Mm -hmm. mm-hmm it kind of um I guess maybe it's supposed to parallel what Crixis said. Like, we could have been brothers in a normal life. Um, Crassus started to say if you had been born a Roman. He said something like that. Didn't quite catch it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And he has a vision of his dead wife. And he's kind of like, well, at least I'll get to see my wife soon. And he kind of closes his eyes. And he, and he prepares to be to be dealt the killing blow. But uh, Agron rides up on his horse to, to, to drag him away somehow. Like, like if I were Nasir and I draw an Agron, I'd be like, h- h- supposed to, "How am I supposed to pick you up?" I'd be like, "I don't know what to do." <laughs> I would just, look <laughs> over at Agron and be like, well, "What do I do? Should I, put him, should I put my hand under his arm his armpit? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to touch him. Also, he's gross."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Agron wanted to go after Crassus, but Nasir stopped oh, him. Oh, he should have though. If only, yeah, if only. <laughs> just do it. Just kill him. You're so close to dead. Yeah. He only had a little bit of his health bar left.
0: Absolutely. Yes. So uh, Spartacus gets carried away. And um, OK, the next scene is Ganicus being crucified, which is awful. And I'm like, yeah, are we really going back to the crucifixion? Well, it's like do something else, Romans.
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if there's ever a time where we didn't like Ganicus. He's one of the <laughs> he, you know, he came in the prequel season and kind of a. Awkward situation because they had to do that because, you know, Andy Whitfield was sick and Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a really popular character that kept him around.
0: I always liked Gannicus. He was fun. You know, he was an opposite of Crixus (laughs) because Crixus was a mope, a sullen, dullard, angry mope. And uh, uh, Gannicus was fun.
1: It's The anti-Crixus. Yeah,
0: he was (laughs) anti-Crixus.
1: So yeah, R. I. P.
0: he gets up on the, on the cross and, uh, they mock him. And, uh, Oh yeah. Corey's up there too, which fucking sucks for her. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Spartacus. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a whole queue of men about to be crucified. They're all, they have, uh, shackles around them and it's like, Oh great. That's Mina. That's Mina hot minute.
1: So how far it was, how long after this was Jesus? Um, I think it was 70 years or something like that. Yikes. They're still crucifying people.
0: Like, like get a new thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going out, out of style, or it needs to go out of style. Um, Then Pompey shows up, like, hey, we did all the work here. <laughs> we, or we told everybody we did all the work because we killed a whole bunch of slaves mm. back there. Mm-hmm.
0: He's, and he's wearing this white, ridiculous white yet up. Like, he yeah. looks like a Ponce. Like, he looks super. St- you know, like not. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would love to see what would have happened like after this, but yeah, I guess I could just read and see. What- is this the triumvirate or something? Not triumvirate, third triumvirate. Caesar, Crassus, and Pompey. Yeah, that was the first one.
0: Ah, uh, who cares? So, um, Cory's gonna <laughs> die on the cross. That sucks for her. Gannicus is dying as well. Although, I, this is when I was like, God, it's got to be boring up there once, you're, once you've are once you kind of been numb to the pain. You're just like, uh, kill me already. But he has a vision of... Animaeus. Animaeus. I'm always hesitant to pronounce his name. Um, <laughs> has a vision of him. And uh, I don't know if the actor actually was there in the set that day
1: or if they just cut him in. It could have been either way. It looked kind of weird. Yeah, you just never know <laughs> it, with the show. It could have been like artistic um, license, or it could have just been you know what they had to go with. Yeah, it looked right. You just,
0: I don't know. It looked fine. It looked great. Um, uh, and then Gannicus envisions himself in the arena, and the crowd is cheering for him. And I like to think that that woman who flashes her tits is somewhere up there in that crowd. Yeah, she's flashing him right there. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, and he yells and is it with his bloody teeth? And and I guess good for him if that's what is going to get him through his suffering. Then I hope I hope it worked. A good fitting end and a minor victory, I think, because yes, uh, Caesar thinks that it's an ignoble end for. A former gladiator. But in his mind, he's still that gladiator. And you didn't take it away from him. So, yay? True,
1: yeah. (sighs) And then we get to the survivors on the mountain. The people who decided to wait uh, behind for Spartacus. Because if they didn't wait, they would have been killed. (laughs) And Spartacus, kind of, the people were, you yeah. know, Spartacus is looking forward to see, hearing his real name from his wife again.
0: Yeah, which has to suck if you're Lita, because I, I think if you're Lita, you know that Spartacus doesn't love you the way that he loves his wife, like.
1: But, That's what I was thinking. Like He's saying that. He's t- going. She won't stop talking about his wife. I, I, yeah. <laughs> She's like, right. She's
0: there. right there. I mean, <laughs> you know intellectually, yes, we've been together for less than a year. You loved your wife. I, I know you'll never love me the way that you loved her, but I am standing over you feeling really bad that you're dying, and I am crying. I don't really want to hear about how it's good for you that you get to see your wife. Like,. I don't really want to hear that. Like, even if yeah. it's true, it's kind of rude. Spark. This <laughs> is what I'm saying. You're kind of being rude right now.
1: No, you're dying, but gosh, <laughs> don't, be a dick. don't
0: be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good death scene. The, the single best thing about his death scene is when it starts to rain. He is the, yeah. the bringer of rain. It, it is like the heavens are weeping. The gods are weeping. Um, and the rain is going to wash away the blood and clean them all. Uh, cause God, they're all so fucking gross, so, <laughs> so sticky. Um, so it's, it's very, it's poetic, you know, it's, it's a beautiful moment and his death is very sad and his, his face, like when it goes, so kind of like the light goes out of his eyes and it just, it, it feels like a very poetic, sad, beautiful death. Um, as bad, be- yeah. good a death as you could ever want. And then they just leave. That's the end.
1: <laughs> no, they bury him. I know they the
0: bury end. him, but it is kind of like, then it just ends. So
1: Yeah, they got to run so they don't get captured. But
0: right. Yeah. So the shield that he has is the one with the red serpent. And I had a, like, what's, what is the significance of that? Well, that was the name of the pilot episode, the red serpent. And his wife had a vision of him kneeling before a red serpent. So there's a connection okay. there. And then the very first like major kill in the arena it said uh according to that spartacus wiki was a roman gladiator with a red serpent on his shield like that was like his first major kill so and also that little um like fabric band that he had had around his wife's like leg that that he carried with him and that when he looked down on the ground when he was dying that it was arranged like a red serpent because it was that cloth and it was covered in blood, and it was all sort of arranged like a, a snake. So, there's a lot of you know connections it's here. Be
1: gross, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, it was gross, and then it fluttered away. Um, but then the sun shines, and on his uh tomb, or not tomb, but you know, where they've left him, and Agron and Nasir walk away, uh, like the only two of Spartacus' posse left alive,
1: yeah. Agron got to speak the last line when Spartacus was dying. Yeah. And yeah, they walk off into the distance.
0: Um, and I will say uh, I loved the end credits seeing yeah. portraits of uh, previous characters.
1: Yeah, Barca and Batiatis and. Malcolm from Jessica Jones. Or, yeah, I don't sorry, even
0: remember was... what happened to him, but uh, my boy Asher, who I love. You're amazing.
1: Elithia, um, um, that was nice. Uh, and her,
0: sh- and Globber. I love Illithia. Yeah, Lucy Lawless in there. Uh, just all the friends. You know, all the old, all the people that uh, were around
1: here and there. Just old friends.
0: There's Caesar with his surfer dude hair. Freckles is in there.
1: Oh, she's so cute. That, um, <laughs> they're freckles. That
0: guy who was like, he had like an eye patch at one point. You know, he got killed uh, earlier in the season. I don't know. It was, I can't remember his name, but I thought he was really awesome. He was a fun character. Just uh, good to see them all, and then the and then right at the end, um, the I am Spartacus coming from Andy Whitfield. To see Andy Whitfield in the very last second of the show, like it,
1: yeah. it made
0: me. It legitimately made me emotional when I was watching it.
1: Um, yeah, I got emotional twice. One was the funeral pyre and the other one was, you know, the, you know Andy Whitfield came on. And I think on the commentary, everybody like shut up when um, Andy Whitfield came on for a second.
0: But I, I think Liam McIntyre did a fantastic job um, taking over for him and carrying that banner. So kudos to you, sir. You were really great. Um, I don't think it would be fair to compare his performance against Andy Whitfield's. I think they were both fantastic on the show. Um, and I don't, and I wouldn't even say that they were fantastic in like drastically different ways. Um, they were, they like fit like hand in glove. Like they were great. Um, a good, good pair of actors for this part. Um,
1: yep. Yeah. Kudos, kudos, kudos,
0: kudos, hurrah,
1: laurels for all of you. (laughs) I think they even mentioned in the commentary like it just showed that stars really loved the show that they didn't, you know, cancel it since, you know, the lead actor got sick or mm-hmm. was able to come back. Uh, so this last episode <laughs> was the winner. Would you quotes first? Oh, yeah. oh Sorry. Quotes. Oh, I have one. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, let me. F- oh, you go ahead. Let me find it.
0: Well, I don't want to take one that might be yours.
1: Okay, I, I wrote down, fuck your mother's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the hammer guy. Yeah. Um, this was foreshadowing, was right at the beginning of the episode, but Gannicus said, I'm no martyr upon cross, but I would gladly give my life so that those more deserving may live. Very, I didn't pick up that on that line until I rewatched the episode. And I was like, oh, I see what you did there, writers. Very clever. Yeah.
1: Well, Agron's the last line of the show said one day Rome shall fade and crumble, yet you shall always be remembered in the hearts of all who yearn for freedom. That seemed pretty eloquent for Agron. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody write his speech, his dialogue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I've got uh, two between uh, Crassus and John. They're kind of the same in the same ballpark. Um But John, I call him in my notes. I always call him John because I got tired of calling him Spartacus, (laughs) and I know that that's not his real name. So I was just like, uh, he's John Spartacus for for me. So I wrote John and Crassus. Um, There is no justice, not in this world. At last, a thing we agree upon. When we meet again, I will kill you. No, you are going to try. It is all a free man can do. See that? I mean, the the thing is really Crassus has lost from the beginning because. Spartacus is free. Like they're yeah. all free. Everybody fighting in that army wants to be fighting in that army. So there's really, you know, victory is in quotation marks. Uh, and then uh, the yeah. other quote I have between the two is um, after um, John has been speared to death. Um, Would that you had been born a Roman and had stood beside me? I bless the fates that it was not so.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thank God I <laughs> <How> wasn't. <it?
0: laughs> Pass. <laughs> um, I've got another quote uh, This is Crassus holding uh, that death mask His son's death mask Is this how I stand? Twisted and grotesque <laughs> You, you have on. no
1: more quotes? No oh, Whoa shit <laughs> Just a second.
0: Okay we're gonna take a pause here
1: Okay No more a, quotes from you? Over. No no more okay, quotes Okay well I've
0: got no. one more I tried to put my best effort in for these last two episodes uh, He says Spartacus, that is not my name. I shall finally hear it again, given voice by loving wife, in greeting longed for. Do not shed tear. There is no greater victory than to fall from this world a free man. Uh, Spartacus. Um, so, winner, loser, uh, winner. lay, slay?
1: Yes. <laughs> winner, I want to say Spartacus won. I'm going to say Spartacus won.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, he... He nearly had Crassus dead and killed and the battle won, but he was just blindsided by some uh, other Romans. He was, yes, he he was horribly murdered, but you know what? He, uh, he's finally reunited with his wife. He liberated a bunch of slaves. He put Rome on his heels. He became famous enough that Hollywood made several movies and TV shows about him. There's a statue of
1: him in the Louvre. Um, And we did a podcast about it. We did a
0: podcast about him (laughs) him that took. 12 years to finish. (laughs) (laughs) When we started this podcast, Will and I were in third grade. (laughs) Now we're old men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dogs, quit it. Um, Loser. Um, Loser. Uh, (laughs) Crassus? Yes, I agree. No,
0: I was asking you.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Why? He got beat by Spartacus single combat. Yeah. I'm going to say the loser Spartacus because
0: he was horribly murdered. All of his friends were killed. Um, he nearly had Crassus killed, but then he was blindsided, which had to suck. So, yeah, he kind of was up against it and kind of probably thought he would. Like, there's a real outside chance that he would win. But still, it really went bad for him almost right away. So I think he both won and lost this episode. He won more than he lost, but he he definitely lost.
1: (laughs) Even Crass's, you know, Pompey's already taking credit for it in the in the beginning of this. I guess they probably got it all straightened out, and eventually, yeah, you know, history Mm,
0: stolen valor.
1: (laughs) 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 Best way. Mm.
0: Um, Watching our friend Ludo get lit up like a candle was pretty fucking gross
1: um then Saxa uh, uh kill some navias was disgusting i don't want to go with one of our oh, okay f- one of our favorite people but i mean it's totally fine that's, i'm just trying to think of other. i mean ones. that's
0: a lot of a lot of this episode was watching our friends get murdered <laughs>
1: yeah um
0: um i mean people the other romans were like chopped up and hacked away but didn't really stand <clears throat> yeah nothing out. really stood out for them um, like I, I can't really. I, I guess a bunch of people falling in the pit was pretty funny. Okay, I'm going with the pit. Okay, let's give it to the <laughs> to the ten or twelve guys that fell into that pit. Especially, uh, I, but I want to really pinpoint the ones that fell in after the first bunch of people fell in the ones that kind of got pushed in because they saw what was going to happen but the ones behind them couldn't stop running fast enough so they kind of got knocked in anyway like (laughs)
1: those are the real losers this is like a cartoon where
0: because the first ones that got it like it went happened so fast they don't even they didn't even know but it was the ones behind them that were like oh shit everyone stop!" whoa (laughs) (laughs) um
1: best lay. uh
0: it's gonna be spartacus and his wife in heaven
1: oh runner-up would be Ganicus uh, gannicus and the person whose name we can't remember right uh you have a rating
0: um okay so i obviously wanted them to rewrite history because i think it would have been more fun yeah um so they didn't do that this episode it felt kind of anticlimactic because we knew, kind of knew where it was going, and it didn't surprise me in any way. Um, I guess the only suspense was built in by myself, thinking maybe they would do something else, and waiting for them to do it, and they didn't. I, I liked a whole lot of certain parts of it, like Gannicus his prophetic line about being crucified and then being crucified and seeing himself in the arena. That was pretty great. Um, Corey's final reveal of her being on the cross was a surprise. um, Made a lot of sense. Uh, The whole I am Spartacus bit from the beginning was, was great. But then I just kind of felt like when it, when it ended, I mean, the death scene was fantastic too, with the bringing of rain, but when it ended and they just kind of walked away, it was just sort of like, Oh, that was it. Like, it (laughs) We all knew where, like, it just built to, to a thing that kind of felt inevitable and unsurprising in a way and just sort of, like, not almost not big enough. Almost like it kind of petered out a little bit. I was a little disappointed, I have to say. Um, so I liked parts of it, but it wasn't, like, an amazing finale for me. I, just wa- I guess I wanted more, and it just kind of felt like maybe it would have been better if it had ended... Um, if the episode was a little shorter, ramping up, and we had a little more time after the fact to sort of unwind with our characters, like, go back into Rome, have that triumph, like, see what kind of impact Spartacus actually made for his his people. Like, we presume yeah. they're going in the mountain pass, but what does that mean? What does that mean for Agron and Nasir? Like, w- what's his legacy? Like, it just it kind of, it just, when it ended, I kind of thought, oh, And anyway, so it made me kind of sad. So I was gonna give it um, uh, eight out of ten false
1: laurels. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think episode nine was better, and you kind of know what's gonna happen, and you kind of dreading. You just kind of it's just a matter of when it's gonna happen. Yeah, I knew that. My I do remember that Spartacus it was you know was basically killed by other soldiers when he was fighting um Crassus but I didn't know exactly when and how it was gonna happen. And yeah, my memory of the ending was different from the way it was. I thought that um I thought that they like walked off and you see like the spot where his body was, but there's like nothing there. I don't remember like there being like a bear. I don't remember you actually seeing him dying, um but I thought they made maybe think oh, maybe he did like recovers at some point and you know walk off <laughs> um, but yeah I could agree it wasn't that surprising and it would have been better if we had more of a what's the word denouement mm-hmm. <laughs> if we had more of a yeah um, we could see like uh, maybe flash forward a little bit and see you know when slavery is ended and I don't know maybe they're still talking about Spartacus um, I don't know future get a little bit of a glimpse into Caesar's career maybe like a montage <laughs> at the end yeah i don't know about that um, you
0: know ironically sorry i don't want to interrupt
1: your uh, go ahead finish oh that's just saying yeah um but i enjoyed i still enjoyed the episode it was sad seeing you know person after person die um but they did a pretty good job with it i'll give it 9 out of 10 uh, nine out of the ten people that fell into that pit. <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: I almost lowered mine by another half point because Saxa died, but I, I figured seven and a half feels a little too uh, low. Eight, I guess eight feels right for me. Um, just ironically, there was an article today that slavery is on the rise in the UK, that it's risen – reports of slavery have risen by 52%. Human trafficking, slavery, yeah. servitude, forced labor. So – I don't know necessarily if if it's on the rise or if people are just reporting it more, but, um, no. you know, modern slavery uh, exists and not just, like, slave wages, like, we, we all suffer with, you know, high rents and low pay, but, like, legitimate stuff actually still exists in this world, so. Yeah. Heavy, heavy stuff. Heavy stuff.
1: Let's see if I can pull up our feedback.
0: Oh yeah, Steven. feedback. I thought we were
1: done. <laughs> We've been here for a while. It's been close to three hours now. But this is good because this is the last time we're gonna talk about this show. Ever. And I didn't wanna and I didn't want to half
0: ass this one.
1: If you bring up this show, I am like blocking you. Yeah, <laughs> we don't
0: want to hear about it.
1: <laughs>
0: <coughs> Excuse me.
1: This is feedback from Steven. Uh, episode 9, The Dead and the Dying. I can't help compare the penultimate episode of the series with the penultimate episode of last season, Monsters, an episode I greatly enjoyed. Go back in the speed to Spartacast episode 17, where I guest hosted to hear more on that review. He's plugging. Don't p- his last he's, on
0: that's him. really tacky. <laughs> 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 that's something I would do.
1: Uh, In Monsters, Spartacus breaks the tension of impending doom with mock fights, resulting in good old-fashioned joviality and camaraderie. In this episode, however, the arena recreation was born out of the death of Crixus. Revenge and retribution, not jovial in the least. Essentially, this episode continues the role reversal from Episode 3, Men of Honor, and Episode 4, Decimation, where the slaves became the masters and the Romans the slaves before the second to last episode. This feels like an odd placement, story structure wise. Oh, we hated decimation. I was listening to some of our. <laughs> some of yeah. Talking about that. <laughs> Did we? Um, I think we gave it like a four and a six, um, our ratings.
0: Man. Um, I, I'm scared to listen to our old episodes. I feel like I would hate everything about mostly what I'm saying. Uh,
1: there also seemed to be a dropped plot line in this episode. Early in the episode, there's mention of a whore in the followers camp, discovered beaten and slit as pig from womanhood to throat, presumably by Tiberius, as if the little shit wasn't bad enough. The murder occurred off screen between episodes and just as quickly forgotten. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And
0: that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I think he's been doing stuff that we're not seeing. And yeah. So thank you for confirming that.
1: As depicted in this episode, a historical fun fact, as depicted in this episode, Spartacus, on hearing of the defeat of Crixus and his forces, held mock gladiatorial games in which he forced the captured Roman soldiers to fight to the death. Either 300 or 400 Romans were sacrificed in Crixus' honor.
0: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, if I ever uh, murdered, I want that. would Do that for me, please.
1: Okay, we'll have some
0: four four hundred uh, or five hundred. No, no fewer.
1: We have some guild wars battles, some PvP battles. No, I want real people. <laughs> uh, no, oh, okay, might have to go somewhere else to do that. Not here in Portland, Oregon. Nipple count two, cock count zero. Rating six out of ten. Always entertaining crowd reactions. <laughs> they, yeah, they were entertaining.
0: Huh? You liked it a lot less than we did
1: episode 10 victory not bad for an ending that was immediately a hundred percent predictable i like the repeated line of i am spartacus and not the 1960s spartacus film contender for bonus episode mm. Nah. we had nope. so many ideas we're well, not so many. we had a few ideas for bonus episodes but mm, who knows
0: probably not, probably not. Um, we are tired <laughs> we're in our 70s now
1: we are t- yeah we We aged another 20 years in the time we started, in the time we've been doing this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, If anything, the episode ends too abruptly with only the briefest of closure for all the named characters. It's worth staying through the credits. Appropriately, Andy Whitfield has the last line of the series. Yeah. The last line of the, uh, well, I think they kind of credit Agron with the last line of the series, but yeah.
0: Right, but... I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, Eddie Whitfield came last in the actual year. Yeah.
0: And that part, I feel like the credits count as part of the series because that was one of my favorite parts. Uh, it was actually watching that and kind of like going down the road of history and being like, I remember that gal and that guy and that wig and that yeah. dude. and.
1: <laughs> um, historical fun fact as depicted in this episode, period historians, Plutarch. Appian and Florus all claim that Spartacus died during the battle. But Appian also reports that his body was never found. 6,000 survivors of the revolt captured by the legions of Crassus were crucified, lining the Appian way from Rome to Capua. Wow, 6,000.
0: That's enough for a triumph. Yeah. You hit the threshold. (laughs) You can have a party.
1: (laughs) Nipple count, two. Cock count, zero. Rating eight out of ten. I am Spartacus. Season total nipple count: hundred twelve. Cock count: four. Thanks, Stephen.
0: Thank you for doing said, the hard work of counting genitalia.
1: Nipples and cocks—they really—it's mm, very uneven distribution.
0: Very uneven. Yeah. We should write letters yeah, the, to uh, yeah, Rob I'm Tapper right. and the Stars Network and say, uh, "Excuse Denai. me," and Stephen Denai, "Excuse me, what are you Denai. doing here?"
1: <laughs>
0: we demand.
1: We demand cock. I bet Steve and I would get a laugh. How'd oh,
0: I my know? God. You should have been. Well, I wish you had been with us on uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew last week uh-huh. because um, we ended up with this kid from St. Lucia who sounded like he was six years old. Anyway, I, um, I said, make sure when you get off, you tell your parents you were taking a ride on the D. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> did he do it? Because
0: <laughs> you know? he was being very disrespectful, and I'm like, "You're on the Enterprise D. You're on the D." <laughs>
1: you get to get on the D.
0: You were on the D.
1: <laughs> well, I'm oh, sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting distracted. This, that'll be the last time I'm getting distracted <sighs> with an episode of Spartacus. Oh, <laughs> it's over.
0: Oh, he, yes. did you know that there was a ballet interpretation of the legend of Spartacus? No. Yeah, Spartacus Ballet. There's another bonus episode. <laughs> it was first performed in 1956, and in the video game Age of Empires: Rise of Romans, Rose Rise of the Romans. I don't, know, I'm not sure, uh, but it's an Age of Empires game. You can actually simulate a battle against Spartacus, so you can be the Crassus in this scenario if you were,
1: if you so desired. Can I be Naseer?
0: Yeah, I mean, there are games for that too. <laughs>
1: Uh I'm look this up and later up. Okay.
0: Well, there's no more episodes to watch, so we can't talk no about what episodes, we're doing next time.
1: No predictions. Find us on the internet. If you want to find us, we're at Sparta underscore cast on Twitter. Mail at Spartacast.com and then the Facebook group is look up Spartacast. Um if we do anything we'll probably post it in Facebook. Maybe we'll play that game and post a video on YouTube or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah,
0: we might do that. That could be fun. I would like to play some um, board games online and do stuff. Whenever I play on the tabletop simulator, the hardest thing for me is just to figure out how to manipulate the game, like the buttons to pick things up and flip them over and move them around. It's just like I get very – the interface is not great. It's very dated and hard to use, and I feel like half of it is just learning how to manipulate that and not the actual like, learning of the game. That's its own struggle of learning the mechanics of the game to have to learn the interface is different there's a couple of um board game websites that are actually um allow you to play board games online one's called boardgamearena.com and the other one's tabletopia maybe it's I've heard of tabletopia isn't that on steam um um, it looks like it's a web based app thing um I'm just gonna check right now no it's not on that one maybe it's on the other one no, doesn't seem to be on either one. There's plenty of games on either one of those. So, yeah, maybe we'll do the Spartacus game. I think that could be fun. Um, I would say for people to definitely find us in the Facebook group, that's not going to go anywhere. I totally foresee the domain possibly evaporating at some point. Um, in which case, the feed would probably be moved to some other...
1: No, probably not because it's tied to my other uh, – my main account that will probably that I've had for like 15 years. And okay. Probably not going anywhere anytime soon at least. Yeah, so I w- – It's free for me. So I
0: mean I could picture in a couple of years you not wanting to renew Spartacast.com. So if anyone listening to this, uh, I would assume <laughs> fu- you could contact us through the Facebook group cause, or something else. Yeah. Like there's – reach out through the Twitter account. That's free. So just DM that I suppose. Um, I'm still at Hooplecast. Hoopalcast.com is the website. We started as a Deadwood podcast. We covered every episode of Deadwood exhaustively and the movie. Um, and have done a number of fun bonus things since then, including movie commentaries, as movies with starring Timothy Oliphant. And um, we've been talking about HBO pilots. So every HBO dramatic pilot starting at the beginning and working our way through the present day. We've been on break since last fall. Um got thrown into trip planning. Total waste of time, I guess. Um, (laughs) We'll see where that ends up going. Um, But um, the next shows that we were supposed to cover were The Leftovers and the miniseries Show Me a Hero. So I don't know when we'll ever get back to it. Um, The world is in such a state right now that it feels like like recording a podcast actually kind of feels like work. It feels kind of exhausting when you're already just exhausted by current events and it's like all i want to do right now is play video games yeah really that's all i want to do but i did enjoy talking to you tonight so
1: yeah i did too yeah so find some hope we did this (laughs) Uh, you can still find me on twitter at long claw with the k -K l-o-n-g-k-l-a-w i'm out of podcasts right now mm-hmm. if um if defenders does come back for any special episodes which we talked about doing maybe a special episode here and there about the disney plus marvel series um but who knows when they'll happen now you may see me on those or you may hear me guest on other podcasts every once in a while but other than that find me on twitter or find me on twitch at long claw as well sometimes i stream there okay <laughs> um
0: yeah, yeah my uh twitch and twitter username is uh the same in both platforms it's sheriff bullock all one word all together sheriff bullock lowercase no special characters but i don't really tweet or stream anything interesting
1: Yeah, you can find me tweeting about tech or the job search process or <laughs> or just uh shit talking uh should talking a little bit about Trump and conservatives, maybe. Sorry. <laughs> Not to bring up politics, but, you know, it's mostly just bullshit about what I'm doing every day. Animal Crossing.
0: Oh, I have to watch this. Vi- when we hang up, I'm going to watch this video called 88-Year-Old Grandma Unboxing Animal Crossing New Horizon Switch. This This grandma, 88 years old, has a special edition switch, and she's going to unbox it. And I wa- and nice. I am going to enjoy that. I love watching older people play video games. <laughs> I think it's great when they're.
1: It'll be us when they. Yeah,
0: I think this. I did read about some grandma um, who had like a character or something named after her in the game. So maybe this is the grandma. Maybe she's like a legend in the Animal Crossing community. <laughs> Animal Crossing, by the way, because we're bringing it around full circle, uh, is just the poor man's Viva Pinata, is what I'm saying. That's my. This is my catchphrase tagline. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> I
1: need to give Viva Piata another try. Um, Animal Crossing filled
0: fun. with fun. Yeah, well,
1: thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for, I mean, I know there are some people out there listening, even if you didn't.
0: Thanks for being with us these uh, 35 uh, years.
1: Yeah, well, it's 50 <laughs> years now. It's um, <laughs> a... Uh, so yeah, send us some email about your grandchildren and yeah. that grew up with <laughs> <see> this podcast. <laughs> um, so, nice. Yeah.
0: Well now I don't want to hang up because it feels like it really yeah. feels like the end of a end of an era. End of a long project. Well.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well you should everything
1: must end. Go edit
0: this and then you can go to
1: bed. No, I'm not editing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna,
0: All right, I'm gonna go watch I'll this video. Have. It looks super cute. Uh, okay, bye.
1: Bye.
0: Go fuck your mother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am Spartacus.
0: No, I am Spartacus.